0: Welcome back to the Ironer Podcast, guys. I'm your host Freyway, and I'm here with my co-host Kenny, and we have a returning special guest and friend of the podcast, Majora, aka Cheyenne.
1: He's uh, he's special, all right. He's oh, definitely I am special, a special boy.
0: So we are going to be talking about uh, the mid-season. We're doing a, basically a mid-season review of The Last of Us. Because mm, that's right. Finished...
1: Call it, say it. This the mid-season. Oh, st- how oh, <laughs> dare you!
0: How <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare you? No, uh. It's episode 5, just concluded right before the Super Bowl. Smart of them to move Wait. it to Friday.
1: That was episode 5?
0: That was
2: like episode a little five. gift. That was episode 5, yeah. I thought it was episode 4.
0: No, that was episode 5. Uh, and so, yeah, that's where we are right now, where episode 5 just concluded. And it actually, it was perfect, too, because it was a very climactic episode, right? Like, it kind of had a really crazy oh. high note. And then it oh. ended in a really good point as well. So for me... I felt like it was actually a mid-season finale. You know how some shows do a mid-season finale or whatever? I felt like it yeah. was that.
2: that. did feel like it, right? Like yeah. The Walking Dead kind of has a couple it, that, of those. Yes,
0: that is, the exact show. Yeah. that is the exact show I was thinking of when I thought of mid-season finale. Yeah. Show always well, was. you know, this,
2: season, this show's based on The Walking Dead, so. You're gonna right.
0: get kicked off this podcast. But <laughs> well,
2: hey, I, I'm, I'm the only one that sticks up for The Walking Dead. I'm like, mm. it
0: was it was good, right, fellas? Right? It was for good. Four seasons it was. Like, You're not wrong. It's just that five, six, seven, it eight, just repetitive. and 20 was bad. Repetitive. <laughs> yeah. But we're not here to talk about The Walking Dead. We're here yeah. to talk about, and we're not allowed to use the word zombie, apparently. I heard that all the people who worked on the set of The Last of Us were banned from using the word zombie ever. <laughs> They have to always refer to them as the infected always. And if you it's were funny, caught, I love it. If you were caught using zombie, the director would personally come to you and say, "Get the fuck out. Get off my hmm. fucking set."
1: Damn, yeah. Vince McMahon working there. Like it's Tom funny cuz I'm I'm playing through uh Fire Emblem Engage and, you know, it's if you've never played Fire Emblem, do not look at that game for uh an example of good fire emblem storytelling because oh. it's not that one. Oh man, um, it's a f- great game, but it's not the best story. Anyway, uh, there's just like zombies in the game, Um, but they're not—they're never called zombies. They're called the corrupted. And I was just laughing because last night, just name. like some some shit happened, and they kept referring to them as the corrupted, and I was like, they're just fucking zombies. It's
0: interesting how in the zombie genre, no one wants to be referred to as a zombie. Like every writer of anything in the zombie genre. I guess there's a stigma to that word.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say there's like a stigma. Yeah,
0: no one wants to be associated with that word. So I noticed The Walking Dead, they don't use zombie ever. They always use walkers, right? And then you have this show, The Last of Us, using The Infected. And the same thing is true about every other zombie show that's modern. They don't want to call them zombies blatantly. And I guess, yeah, to me, it just has to be that typically things associated with zombies are not good in the past. Like, way in the past, though. Like, when we were children or maybe not even born... Those zombie things were pretty awful, and so I guess that it just has a bad stigma in Hollywood. But I don't, I don't really mind calling them the infected or walkers or whatever the hell they want to be called. It doesn't it's, really matter. You know,
2: it's funny to me because like it, it is a fucking zombie show. Like I hate to just because like I love zombies anyway, but I I almost still hate to call it a zombie show. Like yeah, I honestly for a long time haven't really thought of it as a zombie show for like years because I don't know why because like. Just because there's like a little, they're fucking zombies, but they are the mushroom the head, the fucking mushroom head. It's like a little bit different. So I was like thinking they're like more like monsters, but they, I mean, they like they can't. Can I don't think true, you though. can you can't come back from the dead. And that's kind of like a key zombie thing. Like, I think you get infected and then you stay infected until you die, but I don't think you can really get
0: reanimated. Okay. Well, so, I've read several definitions on the word zombie recently, yeah. and apparently you don't need to actually be undead to be a zombie. You just need to be a human that is out of control of your body. Really? That, is, that That is a zombie. Mm-hmm. So if, if I am being controlled by something else, I have no control over my body, I am officially a zombie at that point. Like, if I can be controlled by something that is not me... Right? I am no longer in control of my own brain. So if he did like if did, did a little fentanyl or something. It's, like well, Finally enough, in Kensington and Philadelphia, of those, say, I mean, those it was people to. It
1: literally looks like The Walking Dead. It does. Is,
0: Actually, scarier. Honestly, I would, or I would take The Walking Dead over Kensington, Philadelphia any day. I'm not oh, joking. Same, same. I'm terrified yeah. of Kensington.
2: I but only see it on YouTube videos. Like, I...
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, look at that! Look what's happening now. You like the rest of America.
2: It's so
1: weird. I know this is a fucking tangent, but yeah. as the three of us are, you know, from the area, it's so weird. I don't know if you guys have experienced this. The obsession the rest of our country has with Kensington yeah. specifically I've is so weird. That. I, people like when I'm streaming or whatever, all the time will send me videos or be like, have you heard what's happening in Kensington? And I'm like, yeah dude you, you guys know what this is you guys fucking talk about this so much more than any of us do yeah like,
0: Philadelphians like, don't really care about it it's like like it's yeah we stay away like,
2: but the world is just or at least but the country all, i think it's also like it's like a, with kensington it's like an opioid mecca too like I, i've watched like <laughs> things where they're interviewing people <laughs> on skid row i'm serious but like they're interviewing <laughs> people on skid row and they'll be like oh yeah you're from skid row where have you guys been to kensington and like oh yeah we've been there like They've all been there. Like it's like it's like the place to go. It's like, yeah, yeah it's Skid Row hang out on Skid Row and then like Where oh, else are to, they gonna to go to their favorite uh, zone? That, like if you're on the East Coast doing heroin, you're probably in Kensington. Dude, you, yes. you could probably convince a diehard Last
1: of Us fan that there's a Last of Us convention in Kensington. He'd he'd think that's what he's at. He'd be like, oh,
0: <laughs>
2: these people are so in character. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's phenomenal. So, okay, we left off... Yeah. Let's finally get to it. We left off at episode one. We did an episode one review, and that made sense because at the time, episode one was like an hour and a half, which I really appreciate that HBO did that. But now we have to cover episodes two, three, four, and five, which is plenty of content. Uh, and so we're not doing a full review. We're probably going to jump all around over different topics and different concepts or whatever because that's not what this podcast is. We're not just going to review each episode individually or anything like that. We can We can do... However we want to do it. So I I at least do want to start with episode two, just because something really important happened. And apparently I called it, which people told me in the comments of the last one. So in episode one, I remember saying that I think there's going to be a scene. I didn't know how soon it would be, but I said, I think there's going to be a scene where like somebody after an altercation with a couple of the infected, they're going to have a moment where they're like, oh, Everything seems fine. And then they're going to do a scene where they like roll up their sleeve or pull up their, you know, pull up their jean. And it's just going to be a mark. And you know that that person's set for death. Jorah Mormont did this in the, uh, in one of the later seasons of Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, man. There's, yeah, yeah. But that's in every single show. It's in a Walking Dead, too. Like a character will pretend like they're normal, like they didn't get bit. And then they'll get by themselves at some point. They'll lag behind the rest of the group and they'll like roll up their sleeve. A little cliched, right? It's, it's very not even cliche. It's funny because it's, it's, it's not a zombie even, cliche specifically, though, which is so funny. I was going
1: to say, it's not even just a zombie cliche. It's a, because think about how many movies you've seen where like there's a gunfight and the guy gets shot and they carry on yeah. the rest of the scene like he's normal. And then at the end of the scene, he like it's like revealed that he's like holding his bullet true, wound. You true. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just want to see it, one it's just, like, movie a huge...
2: where the guy's just like, Oh, I got bit on the fucking arm, guys. I'm okay. I'm like, just like, can you let us know so we have a little bit of time? I think yeah. it's because like they, they want to like get as much life as they can before everybody's like, yeah. Right, it happened
1: twice you, in these in you, these buddy. span of episodes twice. we're about to talk about. It happened twice.
0: Yes, it did happen twice, which really fucking sucked. Both of them sucked. But the Tessa one I saw coming a oh, mile away. I mean, it was super forecasted. When okay, so. Episode two had a lot of things that I want to discuss. Episode two was insane for me. Uh, the main thing that freaked me out. And I don't know if this was like this in a game. Cheyenne is our game expert. Cause he actually played it. Kenny and I have not played the last of us in episode two. They go atop one of the buildings and they're looking outside and there are a shit ton of the infected just laying on the ground in the shade and in the sun. And as mm-hmm. the sun is moving, and it's, like, moving really the cool. shade away, the fucking infected all start to, like, roll like, over away from it.
2: Like a flock of birds in the sky, how they all move yes, together? Yes, they it's all like move in tandem.
0: Weird. And it it kind of freaked me out, because at first I couldn't tell what I was looking at. Like, I couldn't really visually tell what I was staring at. I'm like, that looks like people, right? But then they all kind of moved in a wave. And it that, something about the way they move like that freaked me out. And then Tess, and Tess and the main character kind of mentioned... That they're yep. all connected. And did so, you they, guys,
2: so, my bad, I cut you off real quick, but did you guys pick it up before they mentioned it? Because I picked it up, and I was like, they're fucking somehow linked. And then, yeah, like, yeah. because in the game, that is not a thing. That's, like, something they well, completely... That, exactly
0: well, that's exactly what I'm saying, is that I was looking at them all move in tandem, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, what is going on? Like, why, why are all me of out. them moving together like that? Mm. But it yeah, freaked I mean, me
1: out. Just based on uh, the premise of the series and then being like a fungal thing, uh, you know, if you know anything about like fungal and, you know, all that stuff there, there, there's like a huge, like what you see, like on the surface, there's like a gigantic branching system. Under, I think on one of the might've been the last of us episode one, or maybe it was just a different thing we talked about. But like, if you see something bad, like if we see bad bread, that's green. You can't just get rid of that one and eat the next one. Like that whole bag is bad because before you see it green, it is spread like a network. Through the inside, of I think it, right? you
0: said anyway. that in the last when we did episode one. Yeah, my
2: dad was just kind of like, oh, I just wipe that yeah, green just have, shit just off." Have a, just have a blue hot dog. I was like pleading, like, "Dad, but, uh, don't kill yourself
0: like this."
1: But anyway, because of that, because of this, is one of the early things I thought would that, like they would be connected, like a hive mind. Yes, Um in some way.
0: And it's cool because episode two, they kind of you know they foreshadow it so so early. They say like, "Oh, if you trigger an infected." Miles away, it could potentially cause a ton of them to come out of nowhere and they're all triggered now. So, and they show that at some point in episode two, someone steps on basically, uh, I'm going to say a branch. They step on a branch and it triggers the infected that are in the area and they all come running. So they get into it's it. It's a
2: little sensitive. There's like, if you notice, this is another thing that's just on the TV show. Like on, the, on episode one, where you see like Mrs. Adler or whatever, she's like fucking.
0: The cordyceps are there's coming out of her shit mouth. shit
2: coming out. Yeah, it's like these little, like, stringy fucking things. And, like, if you notice on that episode where they all kind of get infected, there's like a tiny little wire that wraps around the finger of a guy who's on the ground. And that, like, that connects it. Because uh-huh. they... Yeah, it's like a little fucking string sort of thing that they're doing.
0: It's yeah. Really cool. I really yeah. like the world building that they've done in the last several episodes. So another thing that was revealed in episode two is that they bombed the cities, which... You can, you can tell by looking at them, right? But it, it's nice to know blatantly that that is what happened. The cities didn't just get destroyed or anything like that because of the infected destroying them. The government, etc., whatever you want to call it, they literally bombed the cities as a way to try to contain the virus or whatever. And mm. it obviously did not really work. But a lot of the major cities, I think especially the major cities like Boston and stuff like that, they got completely ruined. And in some places they said it worked and in some places it didn't. But you see the wreckage all throughout episode two. And another. Yeah, on
2: episode two... My my bad. I I, I don't want to like. No no go, go ahead. No, okay, just, cool, cool. no we're ranting. Go all ahead. We're cool, cool. away. Um in the beginning. So yeah. On episode four though, what I was no, <laughs> no. no anyway. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> <days>. on, episode, <laughs> on episode two in the in the beginning, you have like this thing where it goes to Indonesia. that They go to Jakarta. Yes. Once again, like all new shit. That was amazing. And the one lady, they do like an autopsy, which is just fucking just. It, it feels like it's out of Chernobyl, which is like the uh, one of the guys made the other fucking show. Um, the lady, she goes like. Well what do you what do you they were like, what do you think about this? And she's like, just bomb it all. And I was like, Well, you're being a little preemptive, don't you think? It's two thousand three. Like bomb it all already? And she's like, No, just fucking bomb it all. She it's and like, she says bomb she, like, it all. Starting her shit. with she's her like,
0: her own city, like where she Yeah, lives.
2: yeah. She's like, Oh fuck this city, I'll go to some other city. Well, like, no, she like, said, I
0: want to be with my life. Like she was accepting death, which was so wild to me. Yeah. Like, Cause had she had said, opener, Why did no. you use this to get the sample? And they were like well, this is what we had to use. She's like, this is used for human samples. And they were like, yeah, that's the problem. And she's like, there's no way that this could survive in a human. So there were a lot of big reveals in episode two. And I guess that that is one of the main ones. They brought in that scientist from a college. She's like one of the most elite scientists, apparently in Indonesia. And she explains that this can't possibly live and, and that kind of confirms the interview that we saw in episode one, but it, this thing can't right. possibly live in humans because our body temperature is too hot for this fungal infection or whatever to live inside of us. But as they said in the, I guess, the prequel or, or whatever, that broadcast in the, in the first episode, right. they said that if the world were to heat up, so climate change, that whole global warming just foreshadowing there, they said that if that were to that happen, so it would cause the cordyceps or whatever he named like 18 different fungal fucking virus but they, like they kind of like
2: talk to him like he's fucking crazy it's like are you on lsd he's like but he's like no i'm just gonna tell you what this is like yeah. he's like and he's like well what happens he's like game over you yeah know? we he's lose like, fucking over straight like up it's lose. done uh, yeah i love that though like so just so good
0: yeah the first two episodes set up so much world building and i liked Another thing, because children are still being born, of course, right? humans exist, so they're going to be children despite the fact that the world is a straight up dystopia now, but Ellie, her character, you find out how much children just don't know, so she gets mm. to the hotel, and she's very playful, right? She goes up to the desk, and she starts mimicking what she thinks people had conversations like in mm. hotels. She's like, hi, you can take all of my luggage upstairs, please, like that kind of thing, But that's just what she read in books. Like, she's never been to an actual hotel. She's never even been out of a quarantine zone, it seems like. She's so aloof to the way the world works. She's surprisingly,
2: like, malleable and, like, uh, a normal-ish fucking kid, considering she's been born into this shit. Like, I think, like, maybe that might not be realistic, but I almost feel like if you were born into this shit, you'd be, like, a fucking emo kid, like, slicing your arm. I disagree.
1: If you... This is um an argument, I guess, I had. I remember my short stint in college uh one of the classes we were talking about different stuff all over the world and the teacher was saying that the teacher is basically saying that like in places like really low income poverty places like where they live in like literal, literal huts right? right um like how the de- like imagine how depressed and sad and all this other stuff is and what i my, what i was saying back is like if all you know is all you know, then it's all yeah, you know. It is true, like, When, you, is when true. you live in a spot, like, if you have a ball to, like, kick around and play
2: soccer with other little kids, like, you're fucking fine. Dude, like, think about all three of us. When we, were, when we were kids, the shit we used to do for, like, giggles and all that shit, it was, like, the wildest shit that like you just yeah. do it because you're a kid it's like yeah also just like, if you've kid never kid, you goofy if if you've never
1: watched tv you're you don't feel like you're missing out exactly yeah, you're yeah, not
0: like Dragon oh, Ball State,
2: what kim like. kardashian's doing in like, fact you don't I don't know what that is i think like, that a
0: lot of the sadness of the world comes with age it comes with you growing up and finding out more about the world i think that's it, true it, too it doesn't yeah. start off like as a kid right we're very innocent to how big the world is and that your yeah. situation might not be the best for example I'm not afraid to say that I grew up basically in poverty. Like I did not live in some super nice area. Uh, I lived in a really, really fucked up area of Philadelphia. And my parents just put me through Catholic school to kind of like get me out of what was a, my surroundings, right? Like they paid for my tuition and stuff so that I could be surrounded by kids who came from the suburbs and who came from like higher income families. Cause they wanted me to have that exposure to that, to know that the world is better. But growing up, I didn't really think of it like, oh, I grew up poor or like, I don't really yeah, yeah. have, like my parents don't have a mansion and a bunch of cars and I'm mm-hmm. not going to get a car at 16 because that's just not what people in my area get when they turn 16. Like we don't get some 16 sweet parties 16. and stuff like that. or like, yeah. <laughs> You know, whatever, whatever yeah. rich kids, I don't, I don't know, but like, cause I didn't have the experience, but like whatever rich kids lives are like where everything is just super paid for financially and every day right. there's like food or you might, for example, the idea of a nanny. So I have a coworker. She is a vice president, actually. Um, so she's the VP, not going to say of what exactly, but she is a All VP right. at my company. And she was talking about her nanny. She has two kids. And I asked her, oh, like, who's who's with the kids? Says, your husband's here and you're in front of me. Like, I was like, oh, who's watching the kids? Like, is it is it your mom or something? And she was like, oh, no, they're with the nanny. And she said it so fucking normal that it yep. it, it, like, Bro, blew your mind a little. Bit. It kind of, yeah. It kind of just was like, damn, this lady is so used to having a nanny. Like it's been, it's just a normal part of her life. But when she said, when she said it to me, my thought was, a nanny is something I only see on TV. Like the yeah, idea yeah. of a nanny I is mean, something that seems like fiction. It's like fiction. Yeah, yeah. And here's my coworker. You're now, granted, agree. she's a VP, so she's actually rich. But like, it just seems like fiction. Yeah. But I don't know any better. A,
1: it's such a different thing. Than a baby because they're the same thing. It's a baby. A nanny is a babysitter that just like I yes. don't know is there more, but it's it, the difference in the word really means something. Like it does to say that to say that they're with the nanny and not to say they're with the babysitter. it's yes, that is a huge difference. It's a very damn, big, God it,
2: damn You just blew my fucking mind. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because oh, if she shit. said
1: if she said there was oh, the, babysitter. With the babysitter, Fraser oh, thought whatever. nothing of it. Yeah, like, he would have just moved on with his. I would have no response. Then, I'm like, oh, okay. The fact that she said nanny, which is basically the same thing. Is so
2: different. Like it is
0: really is the, the feeling oh of it She all might as well so have said Butler. She might as well yeah. have said my
2: fucking Butler. Like she she's coming to me on your Segway. <laughs> yeah, like
0: fucking she might as well have said Alfred. The kids are with yeah. Alfred. Alfred. Like, yeah. It was the same thing. So when she said that. But my whole point, because not to get too far away from it, is that I didn't grow up with a nanny. Right? Like I grew up. Where I was watched by my grandparents, and you were the
2: fucking nanny. You just
0: run around right. outside getting trouble. That's the other thing. Yeah. I basically, what at one point, I became the oldest cousin, so I was watching my younger cousins at the yeah. age of like oh, ten. Me, Kenny,
2: know all about that. Oh man. yeah, He's you tortured know how it is. younger cousins. Yeah. Even
0: watching your younger siblings. right? Like her. you're watching your sibling who's only a couple years younger than you, and you're not that old either. Like you're like ten years yep. old, and your mom's like, "I'm going to run to the store real quick. Watch your sister." Yep. that's the experience that we had and that's all i knew so i didn't think now granted as as i'm now sitting here fully in my 30s uh i can see how that would be problematic right like oh, because yeah. because i'm older now and i look at the world way differently but as a kid my mom says i'm going to the store real quick i'll be right back watch your sister okay that's just my world like i don't know any, there's yep. nothing wrong to me there's nothing you, wrong with
2: that you turn on like national geographic you'll see like the fucking six-year-old no, holding a baby like, hot
0: network and spice and then made sure that Cartoon oh, Network I was. Spice, I, I made sure channel. that Cartoon Network was the previous channel, so I could quickly return back to it. But we had the
2: chip. Remember, everybody had the chip. The chip. Yep. I remember Dude, there was a kid that had there, the Spice you know? Channel. He so, had the Spice Channel, and I'd ask to watch it, and he would say, "No, if we turn it on, they're going to call. There's people that will call and tell you not to watch it, and I'll get in trouble." Uh, I've totally just bought it. I was like, "Oh fuck!" All right. Oh, yeah, Spice channel, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you see how kids find any way to entertain themselves.
1: But yeah, all of that to say, I don't I think if you're born in this type of situation, obviously there's gonna be all different. but I think in general you'll you'll still have completely normal kids that are having fun and find a way to have fun. it's just like the mystery, like, ooh, like are there monsters out there? Like, ooh, oh I bet you won't go out into the forest, you know what I mean? So, like all that stuff happens. That that's
2: their splice channel. And now that but the titty- monster is also just a dead dude you poke with a stick on a train track. It just you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just <laughs> shit you're, like, discovering outside
0: that you're not supposed to find. like Which we have discovered in our, ourselves, too. Like, we saw condoms and shit like that. I'm sure when you were growing up, you probably saw things on the ground or needles or some crazy shit. Like, yeah, like, living in a city that just kind of happened. and happens. Kenny would go
2: to this place called Death Hill, and it was rumors that people would, like, commit suicide there, and, like, that there'd be dead bodies hanging from fucking light fixtures and shit. Well, and no, it workloads. was a...
1: It was uh, it was okay. an overpass to a train. So that, what they said was that like they would hang themselves and their yeah. bodies would hang and then the train They'd would come by and hang. hit them oh, yeah. like, as they're hanging.
2: And we would just go there and, like, and we would walk there. We would just walk there. We yeah. could probably get like all kinds of fucking destroyed. So that's by other proof. People and I humans. feel like that's
0: proof enough of what Kenny said. And I totally agree with what he said too about like when you're born into a world, you only know what you know. Is where does that sentence is to say? That's yeah. just what your world is. So kids will find a way to have fun anyway. And in episode five, to jump all the way ahead, they find uh, an underground like classroom, it looks like. And in that classroom, there are games set up that are just like bullshit versions of real games that we have in, in our current world that mm. no longer exist. So they had soccer. And you saw that there was a, a thing on a water set goal, right? Yep. So that's just like, and and I bet that those kids, whoever were, because it was clearly a classroom, whoever was down there had a ton of fun. Like those oh, yeah. kids, <laughs> they they probably loved. They're kind of like spoiled
2: for dystopian kids.
0: Yes, exactly. They don't know that they're missing out on Nintendo Switch and fucking PS Five, even though it's furniture. Like they have no idea. So to them, the thing like goal on the wall, that's the most fun they've ever had, and that will keep them happy until of course they age out of it.
2: Somebody has a fucking Game Boy Advance in one because the the apocalypse happened in 2003. Sadly, they did not get the Nintendo DS, but one of those fucking people out there have a Game Boy Advance man rocking out. I guess I didn't think about like all the things that they
0: don't have, right? Because it did happen in 2003, we're 20 years later, but there's a lot of shit that happens that they they never got a black president.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: there was never a black president
2: never happened. Yeah. They're like yo let's they let's don't... make this before 2008. Thanks folks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the
2: Oh fuck dude. Oh, that's yeah. fuck. But yeah, if man. It, it dude, is...
1: it sucks but if like, it happened a little my, my earlier is, though. Like, oh, if right. the apocalypse happened a little earlier, they would still have the twin towers, but it just
2: Yeah, the two years apocalypse after the happened twin a little late. And they would be they, they would be all, like, decrepit and like fucking leaning and yeah, shit. Imagine like, how I cool that, that would look though. Yeah. Like that would be really cool. So here here's my thing. So on episode 2 the very start of episode two, they go off Yeah, you s- um, and the, the, there's like two towers and one's kind of yep. leaning on them. In the game, you fucking go on those towers and you have to like work your spirally oh, wow. your way through the fucking tower and they cut all of that out, which is like, I get it, it's a fucking game, but like it's a really, really cool fucking moment. You go into those two towers and that's probably how it would look. It would be like, um, it's like I play the game if you want to see that. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucking uh, yeah, I, it's I, really fucking cool. I like, there's little things like that. So like, real quick on episode five, like when they're kicking the soccer ball and all that. So that whole like, we see them in the sewer for what three minutes. That's an entire like, that's probably like a two hour segment of the game. Yeah, You're know, like yeah. fighting through and like sneaking around the sewers, avoiding shit. Mm-hmm. But it does it just doesn't translate that well from a video game to a So they kind of just yeah, like, fuck a it, good point.
1: A good point that was brought up um, in terms of like translation, and I think it's very important that they, I my, from what I've everything I've heard and what I've seen, they've stuck very true and faithful to the video game while making the proper adaptations for the medium because yes. they're different. It's a show well, and a game, and there has to be differences. It. So, like for example, in episode five, there is um that awesome Salmon part Henry. where where my Joel bed. has to like sneak around and, like, get to the back, and there's the old guy sniping them, right? Right. And Joel has to sneak up to them. What Shyam was saying is that in the game, that is a whole gunfight with, like, 30 dudes, right? Yeah. But if they did that every single time there's an action sequence, because, like, in a game, it's it's, it's gameplay, yeah, but in a show, it's like he's Rambo, and at some point, it becomes unbelievable, and it's like, like, right now,
0: If Joel soloed 30 guys in that scene, I would not, I would have said this show is actually getting bad real quick. Yeah, 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 but in a
1: game, it's fun because it's a game and like you're in this shit. You know what I mean?
0: But if that would have happened on Friday night's episode, I would have straight up told you guys, yeah, it started to drop off a bit though. Like this guy who they still haven't quite confirmed that he is like rambo level military dude right because i remember cheyenne when i tried to bring it up he said oh it's his brother who was in desert storm but no no
2: no. i said i said i wasn't sure but i thought it was him and now i'm pretty sure we fucking know now right
0: well it's to me it's very clear um, it's very clear now even though okay so what we do know there's things that joel did confirm to ellie he said that when the world went to shit he joined a, a group and they were the people that were doing what happened in Kansas City. They were the people killing people, trapping people. They did what they had to do to survive. So they were killing other humans. And she asked him, did you kill innocent people? And he didn't answer her. But you knew the oh, answer yeah. to that question. So he is very well trained. But my whole thing was, I think that he's been very well trained before this shit even happened. Like, I fully believe. She found that knife in his drawer. And she was his daughter, his actual daughter.
2: A little hesitation. And by she um, kind of stared
0: at it like... It, she's like, oh, that's a little weird. Yeah, but like, I, um like you I'm, don't really know sure. you, your father's like he's good at keeping secrets, is what I got from that. I think in one of the episodes there's a little passing dialogue
2: where um he just goes like yeah, my brother was in Desert Storm. I, he I says
1: I can't that. fucking he remember. D- no, yeah. he does, he does because yeah, say he says he says my brother's a joiner. It went, like when he thought the world was in trouble and then like he joined the military, and then he joined this, so and he joined so that, just, that and then like he, he joined the fireflies. Shit.
2: There's a lot of shit that they're filling in the gaps with the show, and it's it's funny because they're skipping things, but they're mainly skipping things that would be like gameplay loops, whereas yes. like, like the thing with, uh, we'll go into it in a bit, because like, it's fucking incredible, it's one of the best episodes of anything I've ever seen, episode three, with Frank and Bill, they're, yes. it's like basically not even in the game, like they basically created like so much of that. But, um... Fuck, what was I gonna fucking say?
1: You were talking about its gameplay loops, and what they took out of the show are the gameplay loops, so... But they added really good stuff that's not in the yeah, game. So, so you're talking about the Frank and
2: Bill thing and how it was different in the show. Well, well, basically, yeah, just, like, Frank and Bill, like, that whole fucking thing, like, Bill in the game is basically just kind of a grumpy dick, and then, like, Frank, you never see him. He's literally just a skeleton hanging from a fucking, like, a, a, a fucking beam on the ceiling, and, like, He's like, who's that? He's like, oh, it's Frank. Those are my partner. And like, you know, you think that they're just like partners, like survivor partners. And then the way that you find out that Bill was gay or bisexual, but I don't know, he seems pretty gay to me, at least in the show. Um, it <laughs> matters. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, was Ellie has the porn mag, and they basically did like almost word for word. With the porn bag, where she's like, well, "How does he walk around with that thing?" Oh, like, so, the porn ah, bag, so that's how you find out that he's gay on the uh, oh, that's brilliant on the show. That Whereas, is
0: so brilliant because it's subtle in a way.
2: You don't have been fucking no. He only says partner, and like he just doesn't that, seem like the in a way that could mean anything. gay guy. And right? in, like, in, hi, my name's Bill." Bell. Like he's not. Right. Neither one of them. And that's
0: what actually was cool about the episode is I didn't see it coming because I don't again, I am watching this show without knowing anything about the game, So I don't know who the fuck a Bill and Frank is as I'm watching it. Episode three comes on. It starts off with them just kind of like wandering around and they talk about how the world when the when the infected thing first happened, how they started killing actual people and they had to burn some people. There was a whole thing about that. And then you see. The one guy in his basement somewhere when they're excavating, like, they're evacuating the towns. And this one guy, this one lunatic guy is like, "Uh, I'm never gonna leave. I have all my weapons. They can't get me out of here. They didn't even know he was there, clearly. And then when everyone's gone, he comes out with a mask on and he's got his gun and he's super happy. He's like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm happy that I'm alone. And he goes to, like, Home Depot.
2: He's one of those, like, almost, like, Right-wing fucking bunker people. Yes, they exist though. Like, he's that's a real that person. World.
0: That's an archetype of human. Uh, they're basically oh, yeah. they're called he, like he, that's doomed, what he was. The doomsday people, doomsday it's, preppers. Yeah, yeah. There are people like that right now who believe that like. For example, when a pandemic happened, they swore it was their time. They were like, "This is it. This is the end of everything. The South will
2: down. rise again." Yeah, they're.
1: <laughs> I love the amount of people too that are always like, "See, this is why you guys you don't even know how to gut a gut a rabbit, I bought, dude." I fucking
2: sh- bought a forty bag pound of rice and walked back with it on my back, and it's still in the basement. I fucking taped it up so I wouldn't like fucking nothing would get into it, and yeah. I I literally walked with a fucking forty bag just in uh, case like one of those people just in case because it was like i did it quick I was, was like, this right, during the pandemic was this pandemic it was effect? like it was like the day after shit happened
0: basically okay like, so you oh, thought, you thought it was beginning rice. you thought it was the end Yo, imagine uh, that. Yeah. imagine what? What? i didn't
2: think it was the end it was just if it gets hard to get food was we'll some fucking rice for a little bit like, it's hard to get toilet paper dude it was imagine if i'm worried if about fucking rice they're like ah the toilet paper like yeah people can so many hours which is so random. Imagine if we got
1: bombed for that, though. They were like, "All right, this shit's spreading. We gotta start
2: bombing people. Oh, man. I think it's super annoying. Um, They were welding
0: people in their houses in China. The idea of living in a world where you can't shower regularly, again, if you remember from my episode one review, I could not survive in this world. And the more I watched this show, the more I realized that I super could not survive in this world. These people, I have not, outside of episode three, they have not been able to, like, consistently shower ever. They've just... They just live in the same clothes for like days on end. And yeah, yeah, they're yeah. filthy too. Like they're acting. It's, it's one thing to be in the same clothes because when I was younger, I obviously didn't have to shower every day and like I was fine. But now, like as a grown ass man, I can't go eight days before I ba- bathe myself or change my clothes at all. Like eight days is insane. Like that ah, is it's it's, not that
2: bad, yeah. Oh, shut up! I would fit in. I think I, I think I'd fit in. Well, you I would be, be fine. Would fit right in. I'd be like, shower once a month, you know? Like, let's fucking go, if, baby. If I'm ready bad. for this. I'm ready for this. But um, but yeah, you yeah, know, I, I feel you, I, I Fucking dude, you know that feeling when not only do you you shower, but you fucking get that fresh shave or uh, no? I, I call it the triple S: a shit shave in a shower. <laughs> you shit. You get in the shower and you shave and you come out like fucking a million bucks. And like, well, they'd never they never get even that felt in the felt last of that us. Like, yeah, you just can't get that. Like, how do you, like, honey, can you boil some pots? I wanna take a shower. Like, that's like the most you're getting. You gotta have a bill in your life. I, <laughs> oh, I know. Which one right? is Bill?
0: Which one's Frank? Bill's, Bill's, Bill's the doomser,
1: doomsday, doomsday man. Okay, bill, Bill's, Bill's the, the guy that, State. he's the guy that went and fucking got shit ready, went to Home Depot and Lowe's and started
2: putting stuff together. I'm gonna be honest. I thought that Frank was pretending to be gay. The fuck, him over it I still think. I still think he was pretending.
1: I, I think, was a I long game. Game. I think, think
2: he was game. I'm not gonna lie. Warm I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I was like, because I was like, I don't. You're muted, Shine, <laughs> You're muted. Like, yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know what fucking route this is gonna take, but I have a feeling this could be like a complete departure from the game. And I thought, like, even like, what? Because they, they, they started kissing like pretty early. I was like. I think he might be trying to like either pretend to be gay or like or I fuck him so, over too. for supplies. You yeah, thought I
0: killed? thought so. I, I'll, can I, can I, I'll go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I just want to say I really, really love the foreshadowing in The Last of Us. They do foreshadowing really well because Frank, the first time you see him, he's in Bill's hole. And later in the episode, he ends up in Bill's hole. So I just thought that was, like, fantastic (laughs) foreshadowing. I thought that was amazing. Like, you see him, and he's just randomly, like, Bill's walking up with his gun out, and something is, I guess, caught in one of his traps. And he just sees this random white guy with a beard and, like, you know, scraggly looking, just holding his hands up, like, I'm not armed, I don't mm-hmm. have anything, I just got caught in this trap, and so Bill's obviously super skeptical, but he's also, at the time I didn't know, he's looking at this guy like, this is a fucking handsome dude, like, this is a this is a totally fuckable man, and so he's looking at him, he's pointing a gun at him, and the guy's like, look, I'll just get out of here, like, no big deal, I just need some help getting out, I, I promise you I don't have anything, and the whole time I'm like, how the fuck did you get in here, though? I thought it was a, a ruse, one hundred percent. Yeah, like why would he be in the fucking hole? Also, just to say,
2: I, I could be completely wrong, but I, I think I think they may have said it. I don't think Bill was ever with a guy before. He wasn't. I think I think he was like kind of closeted or something he, like that. He definitely really... was
0: never with a man before because when Frank officially came on to him, you could tell yeah, by how was nervous sane. he was. Like a virgin. He yeah, was
2: so nervous. Yeah, it was like a.
0: Like a virgin. Like yeah, I've been, I've been with a guy it. when it was his first time, and they act exactly like Bill did. Like it's very fidgety. Yeah, they're like really scared, and like I don't know if we should do this, and it's like
2: I don't Shut know. your mouth.
0: I don't know if I'm really gay, and they're just like, "No, you're gay. Come on, let's let's, yeah. come on, let's figure it out." Let's but they they off. actually like all jokes aside, because obviously we're just fucking around. But the episode was actually one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in a very long oh, time. So, it really it was. So literally really. one of the best because it wasn't really just. Oh, look at these two men, you know, being homosexual together and living in a post-apocalyptic world. It was actually the fact that Bill had no faith in humanity at all. He intended to live his entire life out alone mm. and in solid like in solitary confinement and he was happy with that too he was super happy with oh, it
1: dude oh my god this is perfect this actually goes right back to what we were just saying about the kids not knowing he was because he didn't know what he was missing like he was so yeah. happy with his yeah. life and yeah. being alone yes he was missing dick. but he was <laughs> yeah, so dude, you know happy with his life just being the way it was because he even says to to frank like yeah, like purpose. when i was alone i wasn't scared of anything And, like, now I'm scared because, like, I have Mm -hmm. you and I don't want to lose you and stuff like that. But before, he was still happy, but then adding Frank made him more happy, happy to a a level that he didn't know he could be happy. But it also added that fear. It added depression. It added sadness because now there's something to lose.
2: Yes. I'm so bummed out Joel didn't really get to meet Bill, like, in modern times. Bill was definitely looking a little old, but... Damn it! It would have been fucking so. Can you tell me the changes from the
0: game and the show? So basically, so
2: you go to a town, and I think it's just called like Bill's Town or something, and it's basically just fucking booby trapped with all kinds of shit. So you go there, and you're like, Bill, I need a fucking battery for a car, and he's like, I'm not getting you a fucking battery for cars, like, dude, you fucking owe me, man. Like, you're getting me this battery. We need this fucking battery. And Bill's like, All right, and so you guys go off to go look for this fucking battery. And you you eventually you go through a bunch of shit. Um, you get the battery, you find Frank, and then he's like, "Listen, like we're fucking good. Are we good, Joel?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "No, get the fuck out of my town." And Bill walks off. You never see Bill again. And uh, Bill's alive in the game canon, I guess. Oh wow! Yeah. And so there's no like, there's really you don't really see a relationship with Frank, and there's no like Bill. Really, story. Bills is kind of like a dude you chill with for a bit, and he helps you get the car battery so you can. In the game, it's you're going to Pittsburgh, but in the game, in the TV show, it was like Kansas City. I yeah,
0: think. so I, I yeah. really like what they did, uh, and this is as someone who never played the game. I don't know anything about what was supposed to happen, but I just like the way they handled it because I couldn't tell that this was going to be an episode that contained such a brilliantly scripted romance. It was mm-hmm. it was really cool oh, so the way good. he started playing that man's piano, and he was obviously not very good at it. And so then Bill's like, "Let me do it." And then he, you know, he sits down, he does it. and Then they have that moment where it's like, "Listen, I've been around you for a couple hours. I can tell. I know what you like. Like obviously, when you are homosexual, you know what another Gadar. homosexual. Yeah, you have
2: your gaydar. So it's like the clickers." They can kind of have their echolocation. Gays have their gaydar.
0: Yes, it's the same exact thing. So Frank's gaydar is clearly on. He comes on, so he's like, "Listen, get in the shower. You haven't showered in how God knows how long." <laughs> uh, and then this is where HBO does a little too much for me. I I could do without the two naked white men who are super hairy, like literally getting into bed naked together on top I, of each other. Like I could I do without. It was,
2: you know, I thought it was I could fine because like they it, it, didn't go into like the pounding where it's like. It was it was just as long as it needed to be. I kind of yeah. Like, I'm with Cheyenne in that I do think it was just like it wasn't it, wasn't it was was like, like trying to get people like titillated. It was just kind of like all right here, um, he's about to get a blowjob and then that's like it's done. I
0: think and this is this is just me. Then I literally always find sex scenes or like scenes like that a bit cringe in general. Like I yeah I yeah. Just, Same. But, but, Same. But, but I don't think. I don't think that, like, oh, this should not be in the show, because I've seen so many straight scenes like that, too. So I'm not saying that yeah, because it's too right. many, or whatever, that that's the reason why I didn't need to see it. I don't care right. about, when I watch Game of Thrones, I don't need to see Kyle Drogan yeah, yeah. and Daenerys or whatever. Oh, I don't I need know. to see. Once like, again, so
1: many... over the top I top sex I think scenes I said, I said it before, series. but I'm so, I'm so happy, and I don't think they did this here. And just as a side note, I'm so happy they don't do it in House of the Dragon either. In my opinion, I don't and, think they do either. In Game of Thrones, the they, oh, it, all, like it, it basically feels porn. like porn. Like it's like the damn, like It's, so a whole much, like it's yeah. yeah, It's like Eternity, it's more, Eternity, in like, the middle I'm of night. Like and that I'm porn. not a prude. I'm here for it, but it, it literally looks like it's
2: not serving it's the plot anymore. It's just like,
1: yeah. It's like, what are we doing here?
2: Yeah, it's it's just to get people to go. Oh my god, did you watch that sex scene last night? On this
1: note, though, right? Because we brought, we're talking about Bill and Frank. So, once again, after we watched the episode, I think it was like me, Cheyenne, Connie, Anthony, Bill, our Bill, which I found I, I found out through this episode that our Bill's gay. It's awesome. But, um, wait, what?
2: We were. It's funny because our Bill <laughs> but, is actually not like the Bill in
1: Bill the Our Bill is very similar to the Bill in the show. Like, <laughs> wait, wait,
0: wait. Like a little <laughs> right Pretty similar personality. You
1: can't
0: just say that and, like, Fucking breeze by, like I'm not here. What did you say? What? <laughs> what? He's he's it's not true. gay that we
1: know of, but like he is. Oh.
0: But he is the the, yeah. the bill that I met at the Friendsgiving. Yeah, a they're the gay. same person. And, I mean, they are the same person because that bill the does bill like his show. guns. He likes his guns. He likes his. When song. you
2: were asleep, Frazier. he definitely got a little. Squeeze. Shut up! All right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he
2: just got a little, little S- no, but look, 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 look! Hold on. To get on point, though, all,
1: everybody that watched that episode, um. And then afterwards, hearing from Frazier, everybody that I know that saw that episode said how fucking incredible it was. Yes. One of the best episodes they've yeah. seen on television in years. Just an absolutely awesomely, incredibly well-scripted episode. It was very fucking good, right? It was insane, though, because right after where it's Bill was saying, our Bill in real life, he was saying it's funny. I'm not going to say who it, who he said it was, but he was like, I know a person and that person said they were going – they saw this episode before we did, and I didn't know what they were talking about at the time. That person said they were going to cancel their HBO account because of episode three of Last of Us. They said they didn't agree with it, oh and that it was God. wrong, and all this other stuff. And then I go to work, and I'm talking to a guy, and he's like, "Oh, are you still watching The Last of Us? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I watch, I've watch. i been watching every weekend. Like, I love it. And he was like, I tried, man. I really did try. He's like, but that episode got a little too funky for me. He was like it was just. Funky. He was like it just got a little funky. He was. Wouldn't like, it I hate, be great
2: to just was call like, everything when they do, people do funky? Yeah. But he was like, Crazy, I hate when doing they do that funky that shit.
1: stuff again, you like, funker. He goes, but he goes, I hate when they do that shit. I hate when they try to push their agenda in my face. Yes. I don't have anything wrong with gay people it's just like I don't gotta see all that dude, and dude, I'm, just so,
2: thinking, oh, I'm just thinking so to myself angry, like dude.
1: I talked to this guy about Game of Thrones multiple times and I never once heard him complain about Game of Thrones and it's in every other fucking episode
0: it really is and it's, dude, it's gratuitous to watch that, in Game though. of Thrones it doesn't actually add anything to the plot of Game of Thrones to see the sex and the rape and the incest like it we don't need to actually see it on screen constantly in every other episode in the first five seasons but they Pretty give it to much. us because it's HBO and that just the world that you know HBO loves to create and i i get it like it makes for um exciting tv it is entertaining mm-hmm. to adults right. to watch a show at 9 p.m. because it comes on at 9 p.m. it's exciting for adults to watch a show at 9 p.m. that kind of gets you a little ready for bed if you know what i mean so i mm. I, I get it but like it's not I think in recent forward. years
2: as they realize people got the hub you know you just go on the fucking hub just like, going hey, the I'm hub good i
0: don't but know but isn't you. it crazy that
2: of like, all Kenny of us talking cr- about the etchy anime i'm like Got the hentai,
1: but it's crazy that all of us and I don't know anybody. We could watch that episode and just see. I don't know. I guess how brilliant it was, but there is a group of people that like.
2: Yeah, was it's weird say, to like,
1: sit down and watch it and be like, "This but, is a bad show." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, there was a gay that, guy. Because there was gay guys in it. Like, for it's somebody crazy to watch that, because the, the writing is so thing, good.
2: For somebody to watch that, and the only thing they take away from that is like, oh, two guys kissed. Like, it's you have yeah, to be. that's brain dead.
0: This Dude, is brain dead.
2: Brain dead is so generous. It's so fucking <laughs> oh, generous. Like I want to use some other fucking words, maybe on the Patreon. Yeah, but like <laughs> fucking Christ, you have to yeah. be a a really close-minded yeah. fucking. Can I can I talk about the size of the bus that they would ride? Because like, I mean, it's not a—it's not a long bus. It's not a it's long definitely bus. Definitely not a long bus. It's not a long bus that they would ride to yeah, school. Yeah,
0: I agree with you one hundred and twenty percent. That anyone who, who watched this it? and you saw that entire episode and you thought to yourself, "I wish they would stop trying to push this agenda on us," and this show sucks because gay people exist. I just always confuses me when people like gay people. First of all, gay people just exist. Like they are just. Mm. Like, exactly. We exist. Like, we they just, just exist. exist. We just Dude, exist. I heard somebody say,
1: I heard somebody say, What are the chances that the one guy that he caught in the trap also happened to be gay? Like, that's not realistic. It's not realistic that he happened to find another gay guy. Like, what are the, ch- <laughs> like, I heard somebody say that. Like, <laughs> like, what's it's, the an yeah, like the it's an albino. That's wild. What are the chances that they, an that trend, they were albino? both gay? Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. No, like, fucking like, 15%, 10%. Like,
0: whatever, whatever is, the chances yeah. are,
2: I, 10% chance twice. Like gay people are real. That well, that's crazy, what made like... it
0: brilliant is that Bill had completely given up on people. He was mm-hmm, ready to mm-hmm. live out his life alone. He did not believe in love or politics or any of that bullshit. He actually hated the world. And what I love about the end of the episode is when he writes the letter to Joel. That Okay, so I cried at the end of this episode and I did not go into this episode thinking that I was going to be emotional. And I really, I, w- I wasn't even that emotional you thought it was gonna
2: be some zombie shit
0: I wasn't even emotional when they uh, decided to both unalive themselves that didn't do it for me it's specifically when Ellie started reading the fucking letter man when he Mm. said that I thought that there was nothing to live for in this world Mm. that there was no one worth saving and I found one person actually worth saving that shit when I tell you I broke down in my bed like I literally started fucking crying like tear like not a crazy cry but like tears started rolling down my fucking eye and I was like this is too much it was like, like a 20 tier it was just like the emotion because she also got to the part about Tess and she stopped yeah. Ellie was uh, reading the letter yeah. and she, she said the part about the Tess
2: second, the second it came up to that I knew exactly what that was I was like and eh, it's about Tess
0: and I loved it because in the beginning of the episode she brings up Tess Ellie does and he says listen you don't yeah. talk about Tess ever that's how we're going to that's, do this. That's from, over. That's, that's how we're past. going to do this from now on. You yeah. did not bring up her. So when it got to the end of the episode, the same exact one, and she starts reading the letter, she gets the test, and she says the word, but then she stops, and she looks at him kind of pensively, and oh my god. like It was just Good so man. well directed and written. Another Another thing is, so in
2: the video game, it's like they may or may not be lovers. It's just not... Because like in the in the well, show you see him crawl in the I bed, that, it's it's not a hundred percent. Like so I think I maybe they used to I be. haven't played the game right,
1: but based on cause I listened to you and Anthony have this conversation, uh Ant was saying, and you know, maybe it's I think there is evidence there because Ant was saying to him it was obvious they were gay. Yes. And but apparently I, the
0: I, show writer said that too at the end of the episode.
1: And he cause Ant said, and we when we were talking about it after the episode, he he said in the game to him it was obvious they were gay. Um, and so maybe it's just one of those things where, like, it all depends on how you take it. You know, I mean? it all depends yes. on how you absorb the information because and like, what you
0: get. From I again, as someone who identifies as like homosexual, if I'm like playing this video game and he uses the word partner, partner is a word used in in the gay community a lot right, to right. say that I'm with someone, but to not twice. say their sex. So, like, at, a, a lot sure of people at my twice in the game. a lot of people at my job use the word partner who are also, like, if they're lesbian or, hom- or, you know, homosexual in any kind of way, they tend to use the word partner. That's just, like, a thing that people do in professional settings to not, I guess, when the world was fucked up and it made people uncomfortable to say, like, my husband, right. and it's a man saying my husband, they'll just say my partner. So that word is automatically, like, a code word for gay yeah. people. So when you hear the word partner and you identify as gay or anything in the LGBTQ plus community... That word has like a connotation associated with it. So, yeah, in the game, if I was playing Last of Us and he said my partner, part of me would have been like partner, as in like, yeah, we're partners, me and Kenny are partners in this podcast. But then also a part of me would be like, huh. And then I was kind of on the fence up. about
2: it when I played the game when I first played. I was like, I I don't know because, like, once again, it's just me being closed-minded. I'm like, um, thinking stereotypical shit like, oh, he's kind of like this this big, masculine, really right. guy. Like so they were on think, some,
0: like, it's us against the world, but not in a homosexual way. Just like in yeah, a yeah, because it's like it's my you partner, my back, like, like, I got yeah. your back. Yeah, like yeah. military, like military um, partners. Yeah, 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 like almost like if, like I'd cops, say that to,
2: like the Kenny, like oh, Kenny, yeah, he's my partner in the survival thing.
0: Yeah, literally like cops, like Kenny's dad, yeah, sure, serving on the force. Has that's had kind a of what I like, thought. You have a guy, oh yeah, yeah, that has your back. You have his back, and like yeah, that's my partner, literally my partner, but not. They go home to their families. They're not like lovers. They're just partners. Yes. So it, well, it definitely sometimes has there might multiple be a meetings. slower
2: night on a shift. You, know? <laughs> you s- might have to get close to your partner. I'll say this, though.
1: The episode did another thing good. How we were saying earlier, um, how I think all of us thought Frank was pretending to be gay or like, oh, you yeah. know, so, at a time trying to get something out of that. it. Well, before I would just want to say yeah. that like I fully for a long I was like something bad's going to happen. Like I I didn't believe until this is when yeah. I knew he was actually gay and it was all real. Yep, it's when they went it, it's when they went jogging. When they went jogging, I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like all right, it's real. Was that oh, before
0: man, they did or after he jog. wanted to start fixing up the uh the the boutique. <laughs> There was I, like I a clothing remember. store. There was there was a clothing store. There was a moment me, I knew I knew Never it was real. Forget. Like
2: Frank Frank went like this. No, no, listen, he did I'll that forget. one time and I was me like, me and oh, Frazier, this has to be
1: real. Me and Fraser were watching like episode one of Dexter, and he literally just saw a guy jogging, and oh, Frazier yeah. was like, oh, Fraser yeah. was like, That guy's gay. And I was like, What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 nothing happened but that. literally, nothing
1: happened but him jogging. And Fraser was like, That guy's gay. And I was like, What are you talking? And then Thirty minutes later into the episode, like he tries coming on to Dexter, yeah, and I was like, "How the oh. fuck did you know
2: that?" And so, and so now I just forever associate jogging with gay people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's the fuck roof. Like I, I never knew Fraser was gay, and then one time I just saw him just do that little move, and I was like, okay, yeah, "You gotta gay, explain." There are
0: people who mostly listen to this podcast oh, right. okay.
2: audio. So a, a real good tell if you're talking to a gay person is if their hand is like a normal human hand. But when they're flipping but it just has around, no, they go has no wrist. And when they shoot their hand like they're shooting a basketball, but there's no ball in their hand, <laughs> it's like shooting an invisible basketball. Oh, and is. They do like
0: the gay woo woo. Oh, there is, well, there woo. is. <laughs> definitely a ball in the hand. There's like an invisible
1: ball. ball in no, but um, they, When they were talking about fixing up the boutique and everything, and I thought that have, was cool too. Like they they about was, about I, I Am Legend. I kind of
2: wish we got to see that shit a little yes, bit. Yes, it does like, doesn't. We didn't really get to see the town. Um oh yeah it was I am legendary as fuck. But real quick Frazier, when you thought that like maybe Frank was up to some shit, like what were your initial thoughts on that?
0: I just thought that he was up to no good. I thought that he was with people. I thought did that Did you think that when he fucked him to... that he
2: was still up to no good? No. Cuz I did. I was like, no. dude, it seemed romantic as fuck. No, no, no. no. I thought that is he This was like happening really fast. Let me explain.
0: Like... I thought that he did not come by himself. I thought that there were multiple people who told him to go in pretend like you were caught. And then mm. while he's mm. occupied with you, we're going to come in at nighttime because he also told him, and this is the part that made me really uh, weirded out. He said, I'm going to stay here now. Like, I don't just have sex with guys for uh, a hot meal or something like that. Yeah. He said, I'm mm. going to stay here longer. So when he said that, I was like, oh shit. He plans to like, at nighttime, he's going to unlock the door. Let a bunch of people in, and they're going to fucking tie up Bill. Probably God, kill him. that'd
2: be such a bummer. Dude. It
0: would suck, right? Because that's that's a fucked up thing to happen. Because like you pretend to be gay, and then this guy goes to sleep, and then you. I'm fucking... glad it.
2: I wasn't alone though, because like I thought, um, yeah, I just I don't know. I just didn't trust it, and I what I thought because like I knew what you guys, um, I knew like the Bill from the game, and I I knew that he was gay, and I like I so I was like, oh, so what they're gonna do is they're gonna use like. Bill's like he's never been with a guy. They're gonna use that like that that gay side of him. Well, not like use the gay side of him. It sounds weird to word it that way, but like they're gonna have this guy like manipulate that. Yes, because I Bill's like lonely was after all these years. Sure. And I was like, so like I was like, please don't let it go this way because it's gonna fucking kill me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it would have been oh, sad. Um, it, it's it crazy because really the episode
1: was up. sad anyway, but it was a beautiful. It was just it a was... really beautiful episode.
0: Yeah, I also want to talk man. about. I liked other things in the episode too because we haven't really talked about. Anything outside of just those two, so they ended up having scenes where Joel and Tess meet up with Bill and Frank, and they have yeah. friends. And oh, at one point, Bill great. is like, "We don't have fucking friends. That's not a thing." And he's like, "Listen, yeah. I've been communicating oh. with them," and they reveal the code how they communicate. Go ahead, Kenny. I thought, I thought Frank was dead when he was like, when he was like,
1: "Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to them on the radio." Bill was like, "The fucking ra- what are you oh, yeah. talking about?" Like he well, was, was like, "What are you what doing? The- Get in
0: the
2: fucking house,
1: Bill." He a couldn't, thanks. but like, what are you doing giving them our location and shit?
0: Well, the worst part was when he said, I got these strawberries, and he's like, how did you get the strawberries? And he's like, I traded with them. And he's like, what did you give them? And he said, I and gave guns. him one of your guns. The way Bill looked at that man in that <laughs> moment, despite the fact that they were already husbands together and everything uh-huh. for a couple years at that time, the man, way man. he looked at him when he said that was guns like, worth gold, you're man. dead to me. Yeah, you are yeah. fucking What's crazy though, is, is it makes sense I,
1: when we were watching it? Cheyenne typed in chat, like, Man, that's crazy! Like, I cannot believe he traded a gun. But at the end of the day, you
2: can't eat guns, that's, right? Yeah, I remember some... that's what you said. And I, I like, I was like,
0: That's true, kind of true. Like, this the value weird. of food like, in a dystopia goes up tremendously, yeah. Like,
2: but a gun, I mean, it's not like it's, it's not as if Bill doesn't have fucking
0: 75
2: guns. He bro, has like, 75
0: guns and no, 74 strawberries now, are probably extremely rare and a luxury mm-hmm. at that point. Like, I love yeah. when they
2: eat the fucking strawberries. They just have a very gay moment of no, it's, it's a possible moment, right? Like it's, you but can they, actually, it is um, awesome. Yeah, taste that
0: strawberry. Because like, they haven't had it in what? How many years? Like,
1: uh, uh, I think at that point it was like 10 or something or 6, something yeah, like that. Some crazy
0: couple, amount of time since I love they like, had a strawberry
2: on, like dystopian shows. There's a few things that they show that like are crazy. It's like where you're like, oh, that must have been good. It's like sex, maybe like yep. showers, showers, I mean, yep. strawberry. Because Ellie, like, when she like,
0: gets, she's like, oh my god, they have hot water.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, hot water. Like holy fuck, dude. Like yeah, they, that feels like on your it's, fucking. It's things standing. that
0: we take for granted, right? Like right now in 2023, uh, everyone is complaining and talking about the price of eggs and how eggs are so expensive. But in a dystopia, like, eggs borderline don't exist like that's just I gotta grow that shit yeah like how are you gonna get fucking get eggs? Like, eggs where are you getting the these chickens and... from and, and like how are you procuring them and everything and, and not only like,
1: like how are you getting them? How are you, them how are you keeping them how are you keeping them alive how are you keeping them from
2: raiders like there's right. so much inside. It. it's not even a downside at all but it's just I just wish there could have been a little bit of banter or something with modern Joel and modern Bill and they could have hung out for like maybe an extra episode and did some shit that would have been so fucking nice
0: Okay, well, outside but, uh, of that, I do want to say on the topic of food, I noticed that in this world, and this could be a show thing, you can you can tell me if it is also in the game, animals seem to go completely unaffected by this nonsense that's going on with humans. Yeah, like I think that's normal for the game and everything. Okay, cuz in zombie shows, sometimes the zombies actually do go for animals in the walking dead specifically, there were cows on the farm in like season 1 when yeah, they they
2: eat them up, right? They fucking yeah.
0: destroy them. They rip them Then the they eat- never
2: turn. They never turn to uh
0: right you don't ever see Zombies an animal anything, turn into yeah. a zombie but they do rip animals to shreds in the walking dead so and, and like world War Z and stuff like that you see animals they tend to get destroyed like humans do but these uh i guess the cordyceps in in the last of us they don't particularly go for animals at all like birds and shit like that just exist and they're fine um mm-hmm. and then the other animals and stuff are just kind of living their best life like they're just completely fine and they don't seem like they're in any particular danger like people have dogs in the last of us and so, yeah okay
2: i've never been a big fan of like zombie critters and shit like oh it's a zombie bear like a, and like like a zombie bear yeah, yeah like it's always just a little I corny think, to me like it works Resident I'm, evil but like i don't know yeah i was gonna um, say i
1: think i'm fine with it in video games like the zombie dogs and resident evil yeah. In video games it seems to work because like i'm used to that in video games i'm used it's to the like enemy variety yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a show sometimes it can it's hard to do it and it make it not feel cheesy. I will say this.
0: I think yeah, it also yeah, matters so
2: fucking cheesy, right? Like I it's think it also cheesy. matters
0: what kind of show you're watching because in Game of Thrones there was a zombie bear that they fought in like season seven and it ends up it killing a zombie
2: fucking dragon.
0: Yes, but before we get to that, it's just a regular bear. But the reason why it works in the Game of Thrones world is because it's already a fantasy world where you have dragons and you have magic and you have people coming back to life and you have all these crazy things happening. So when you do get to season seven and you see them fighting an actual fucking bear that's undead with blue eyes, it's like, okay, that's not the craziest thing I've seen, though. So, yeah, yeah, so it's not it's not wild, but when we're watching a, a typical zombie show, and then you see a cat with like one eyeball hanging out and half of yeah. its body decayed, and the rib cage is showing, and it's spilling out its guts, and it jumps at a human, and it's like, I was like, okay, come on,
2: it's eye candy for a second, and then you immediately go, that was a fucking cat. That's so yeah. corny. Like, <laughs> like you're you're like, oh, eyeball was cool, but it's like, dude, it's a fucking cat. Yeah. Like what are we doing here, folks? Yeah, like,
0: so it definitely it depends on shit. it depends on what you're watching. You know, and The Walking Dead is like okay, that's a rant. But then when How you did see Kevin turn like, oh, to was... a zombie?
2: He got scratched by a kitten. Like, yeah, I'm fucking. Also, that would just suck. By the way, <laughs> oh,
0: because cats would scratch you naturally. Like my like when I had cats growing up, they would just scratch me just because that's just what they do. Like they naturally yeah. just kind of put their claws out. Uh, to lose your life like that would be so, for lack of a better word, gay. <laughs> and that wraps up episode three all right so episode four was really interesting and i want to talk about this a little bit and i want to know what you guys think i personally love anytime a show like this these dystopian type shows or just this is just shows in general or or movies in general but when you have an entire ecosystem an entire world that exists without the main characters and the main characters collide with it And they become a part of some shit that has nothing to do with them at all. So Ellie and Joel are traveling to Kansas City. And they end up getting into a roadblock, and they have to go around. this weird way, and they end up in this alleyway in the city. And then some guy comes out acting like he's stabbed, and Joel sees him, gets triggered, and he goes to run the guy over, because Ellie's like, oh, are we going to help him? He's like, no, buckle your fucking seatbelt. And he yeah. goes to run the guy over, and when he goes to run the guy over, the guy jumps out the way, showing that he is not, in fact, injured. And then there's this whole scene where they have like a little shootout with these right. guys.
1: And there's dude. Two- There's all guys, like, waiting in the cut. There was a guy on a roof that threw, like, an air conditioner at the fucking windshield.
0: Yes. So, what I love about this is that when we first get that introduction to these people, we're like, okay, they're just, like, raiders or whatever that's trying to steal from these people, and no big deal. Come to find out, these two, Ellie and Joel, unexpectedly ended up in an entire city that has been taken over by... The, what do you call it? Like the revolutionary army. They're basically people who rose up against Fedra and they took the city back and they're on some completely dictator fascist shit down. Yeah, they're, it's a they're, little dark. they're, they're just as bad as Fedra and they actually addressed that in episode five, but I just really enjoyed Because I was confused episode four. And I was confused because the writers wanted us to be confused. Like, you you Mm -hmm. enter this world and you're like, what is going on? Who is this lady? Why are they focusing on this random woman who's like... Telling this guy, Perry, what to do. Why is he listening to her? You don't really understand it, right? But that makes sense. Joel and fucking Ellie have no idea who these people are. They have no idea what's happening in Kansas City. This is completely foreign to them. They actually don't even intend to be there very long. They just kind of want to get through it. They don't want to be there at
1: all. They're just trying to get through it. I also loved while they were driving to step back a second. When Ellie's trying to read the map. And Joel's like, no, you gotta use the inner, the you gotta flip it, you gotta do And she's like, I don't know what the fuck
0: you're talking about. Like, I've never used a map before. She's like, this is my I, second time being in a car or my first time yeah, being in a yeah, car. I think she said. Yeah.
1: And it's crazy because like I've been in the car with my dad and stuff, and they're using those maps. And they use it's people used to use those maps to figure out where to go. And I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't, I do not know how to fucking use that map. All right. Like, oh, I, I can't use maps at all, by the way. Bro. If I can't GPS it, then I just have to ask for directions. So that map shitting is not working.
0: So again, this is another reason why I could not exist in this world. I don't know how to navigate. I can't find my way home if I don't have my cell phone. Like I, I would not be able to find my way home if I did not have my iPhone. I just can't.
2: But before we we jump off Ellie and like the ambush, I'll I'll say one thing. It's my, It's the only time. That I think that the game is better. I think the ambush in the game is just—it's really fucking intense. Like, I, I I do think that that is one time of the game. The cutscene in the game is better.
0: Okay, and what I happens? Think that
2: basically, it's like I I think they didn't do the quote on purpose. But when he's he's gonna run out, he's like, "Buckle up!" He's like, "She's like, what's wrong with him?" He's like, "He ain't even hurt." And then he just runs them the fuck over. Okay, the guy like takes off part of their fucking car. And then there's, like, a bus, like, that's used uses, like, a ramming device that, like, the bus... Oh, They re- shit. release the bus, and it, like, smacks the back of the thing. And then there's, like, a fucking brutal fight between him and, like, two guys in, in a fucking convenience store. And, like, one guy gets his fucking face slammed into a glass, and he, like, slits his throat with the fucking... Broken glass of like okay. a oh it's like a convenience store. Like it's just fucking so can I say it's this? So awesome.
0: So so can I say I'll this? I'll look at a cutscene. Yeah. Uh that sounds that sounds cool for a video game. It sounds extremely unrealistic for anything that's supposed to be real life. Uh them using a bus as a fucking battering ram... You gotta I'm see it. it. You gotta
2: see it you. No no, 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 it to no, no, no.
0: Listen to what you're saying now. They timed a bus... To be a battering ram against somebody in a moving vehicle—that does not sound real. Well, it's like they're ambush.
2: They have it like set up. You know. What yes. I mean? I
0: Do you it's know good. how random it is to set up an ambush with somebody who just happened to drive by and you didn't expect them to drive by at all?
2: You just have to see it. If you saw it and you're like, ah, oh, okay, this like this is stupid. Well, then like that's it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. But I, I think would, if you I would, saw, you would you'd be think like, that, oh, that fucking. Works. If
0: I saw like, that, I would think that if I saw that on Friday, like I would be like, I all right.
2: it was. It may have been inspired by Children of Men. Which is another movie I'm, like, obsessed with, like, a dystopian movie. Because they they basically do the same fucking thing in Children of Men. And, uh... Looking back on it, it probably isn't... So what they they did instead...
0: Let's just talk about what actually happened. So what they did instead was... They do drop a fucking cinder block, basically, on top of the car. uh, And then Joel starts swerving because they start shooting at him. So he's like, get down. So they get down, but he still has to keep driving, obviously. Because that's just what you literally have to do. And naturally... You driving with your head down, he crashes into what looks like a laundromat or convenience store or some shit like that. And the car is basically just totaled.
2: And he Probably gets some out. He's like, shit.
0: He's like, get the fuck out. And so him and Ellie get out, and then they take cover, and the guy starts shooting at them. And watching it unfold on screen as it did, I was like, well, yeah, this is, this is the kind of bullshit that I imagine is going to happen when they mention that raiders exist and stuff like that. Like, it's not just the infected that are the problem in these worlds. It's always the people too. And that's that's like a common thing in the dystopian world in general, not even just zombie ones. Whenever you have something that happened to the world that took down the government or took down all our systems and laws, you're always going to have lawlessness. People who are just looking to steal and kill and rape and pillage and they just form groups together where... That's the type of thing that they're into, um, and they you they meet use, another guy. You're like, Yeah, you want to go rape and pillage? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Come on, let's go do that. They use they the guys. If this buds. is what we're doing for survival, but like, it's never survival. It's always just you know you doing the things that you couldn't do. It's yeah, control. It's, it's
1: being the number one. It's it's the same thing as you know what even does happen now. It just happens with Suddenly, the rules yeah. and stuff yeah yeah but like at the end of the day it's it's men wanting to be men or women i'm using men to talk about the human race right anyway but it's men um wanting power and wanting to be on top and wanting the comfort and everything so like if the world's in complete shit you still find a way to like if everybody's sleeping on on the floor like you want to be the one with a bed and like if you have a bed you're <laughs> like a fucking king yeah that's a and good that's, i like
0: that i like that example if everyone's sleeping on the floor, you want to be the one with the bed, and you will kill the one on the bed to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was, that was actually a pretty good like he didn't
2: kill him? Like, yeah, I don't know what happened. He just kind of, like, died. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just have the bed. It's like, oh, or he he's the bed.
0: I, I will king also say bed, this. Man. I really liked episode four, even though it was a short episode. It was only 45 minutes. But what I did yeah. like about it was when they get to this ambush, you finally start to see How much Joel cares for Ellie and how he constantly puts her safety first before doing anything. So he's like, listen, you need to get out. You need to stay low. And then he tells her to get into this hole. I can't fit in there, but you can go in there and don't come out until I come and get you. Mm -hmm. And then he, you know, he has his gunfight with the guys. This is also when I realized that he's 100% like super trained at this point because not only is his accuracy better than these fucks, but he's also just like super confident in his shooting ability and his his fighting ability and everything like that. Um, but yeah, he totally you wins. This like
2: smuggler, his sort of like sneaky smuggler ways. Yep, he's very we quiet, really, very tactical. Yeah, he's very. The quiet. other thing I loved about that and him with Ellie is like
1: even before they got there, when they were in the forest, and she was like, "Are you sure we're safe here?" And then like he was like, "Yeah," and she was like, they're, "Like they're not going to come out," because she was like. He was like, "Oh, we don't have to be worried about the the, the zombies here." The fact that yeah, she was like, "She out. was like, well, then what are we worried about?" And and then basically, she, they're worried about other people. But he was like, "But nothing's going to happen. Like we're fine. So let's just go to sleep." And then he doesn't go to sleep. Yep. Like he yeah initially a tendon on going to sleep he did but he doesn't he doesn't go to sleep and i think he slept like half an hour or something i don't even think he slept at all i think if if he was alone though it's this is almost similar to the bill and frank thing i think if he was by himself he probably would have went to sleep the fact that there was a little girl there with him someone to protect he just couldn't fall asleep and then he wakes up and he's drinking coffee and then you realize he's gone this entire day this whole drive on literally no sleep drinking coffee gets in the gunfight. All of this other shit, which ends up tying into what tragically happens or what could have been tragically happening. What happen could have been tragically, yeah.
0: Because the they oversleep to the point where they don't even hear that people are approaching them. And like they do, mm. they do fully touch. Henry and his uh, brother, they fully touch the glass.
1: Yeah. And if Joel had previously gotten sleep and wasn't overly exhausted, I think he would have woke up in that situation. Yeah. It's because, because he was so to, like overly exhausted yeah he just like and finally because imagine how safe he must have felt like you're in a fucking this big ass apartment building hundreds if not thousands of rooms yeah like you must like the amount of safety you would feel in that situation is insane i
0: actually i said the same thing to myself as i was watching i said yo if you go up to a random floor choose a random apartment to go in and just sleep in there i would feel like there's no fucking world where i'm not getting good sleep this night yeah. Like, I would just assume even if I heard people coming on a ground level, right? Cuz like you would hear it if somebody if you're on the 27th floor and somebody opened the door all the way on the bottom because of how quiet it would be, you would literally mm-hmm. hear the doors all the way down. You hear something and it might yeah. wake you up, but I would also just remain quiet and not really worry about the footsteps even if they were coming up the steps. I would be like, there's no fucking way.
1: Yeah, the chance. Going. It's literally one in 10,000 that yeah, they get like, to the, what are your the,
0: room. Uh, yeah, what are the uh, odds so that they're going to come here? Um, But they were... I don't, they explained it in the show is that Henry was watching. He was following him. With Blaine, yeah. And Henry was a master at knowing the map of the city. So he knew exactly where they were going and how to get there in different ways. So that's the reason... Because it didn't make sense to me when they woke up with a gun in their face. I was like, that doesn't... Like, how? How? But it yeah. was it was explained. Literally, the writers, yeah. they knew that a person like me exists. They were like... Here's how they found out. Like the, he watched them have the gunfight. Yeah, yeah. He saw him have a gunfight. He knows this guy happens to be the best person in the city who knows the city better than anyone.
2: Yeah. You, you know, something like over the years, like, I don't know when the fuck I first started like seeing this sort of thing happen. I think it's like just the most clever fucking thing. It's like things that feel like a coincidence, but they're not. And, and so like an example would be like you're you're watching a movie. First half is Bob. The second half is Jared. And like, but they 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 meet up at some point in the movie. And it feels like a coincidence because in your mind you're going, how the fuck would Bob and Jared meet? But it's but it's not a coincidence at all. It's not because because you are you're following two separate characters. It's not like they're both from like the same high school. It's like they're they're just random people meeting, but you learn their stories prior. So that's like I I don't know when the fuck I know this, like I love that so much. Where it's like well, what are the chances? Somebody might think, like, what are the chances that Henry would meet him? Well, it's like, well, the chances are 100% because it's he's a completely random fucking person that they encountered on their journey. But he just so happened to they developed that character so it doesn't feel random. Here's what I want to say. It feels like a
0: coincidence. I can actually I tie it in with the you know two what I mean? actual characters who were in it. Uh, Joel and Henry. The reason why it actually makes so much sense in The Last of Us, Henry is on the run. From Kathleen, who has Kansas City on lockdown, and he is her biggest priority. She mm-hmm. says it multiple times throughout the two episodes that are kind of like one long episode. Um, Henry is what they are looking for. Kathleen is out for blood. She really wants him. You don't know why, but she, yeah, you know, she had
1: such Karen energy though, yo. She is a Karen. Like She was she had such Karen energy. She was like, Is he yeah, not sure. your biggest priority? He's my priority. Yeah, he's not, not number seven on my lady. list.
0: I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um so she she's looking for Henry. Henry's on the run, and Henry has his deaf little brother with him. Now, he runs into Joel because there are already people looking for him. And if there's going to be a gunfight and Henry's in the area, he's like, fuck, who the fuck is shooting at these people? Because as far as I know, they control the city. So anybody who's shooting back at them, I want to get to know that person. So Henry goes yeah, yeah, to yeah. see like what is happening now. And he's looking from a distance when he's seeing like, oh God, this guy is like, not only is he killing them, but he's surviving like in the broad, in broad daylight, like out in the open. So it was, it was really well done when they bring these two stories together of people who don't really like how, how they meet, like what are the odds that they meet? But it was like, it was like well, Henry's literally on the run from the person who runs the city.
1: That's, that's the other thing. Sometimes I think people try to be act smarter than they are where they say like, A lot of times people say, like, what are the odds of this happening, like, with with Bill and Frank meeting, or what are the odds of of, uh, Henry and Joel meeting, and, like, it's such a coincidence, it's so stupid, that's not realistic, and I think what people tend to not realize is that at the end of the day, you're watching a show, playing a game, watching a movie, and... It's not a coincidence. You just happen to be watching the perspective of the the guy in this story. Like, this story is happening to this guy, and that's the story you're watching. So things are going to happen because of the story you're watching. If you're watching the same story from somebody, because, like, this story is happening all over the world. You know what I mean? It's just like, you're watching this guy's perspective.
0: Can I say this, too, Kenny? Like, you and I met because we both went to the same local card store. And yeah. we, we have a pseudo mutual friend named Brandon, who I knew as a child, like a like I was really really young, and then he ends up coming. I hadn't seen him in five or six years, and then he ends up coming to a, a car store in Philly that was relatively new. And you were with him, and then that's how we met in 2010, and it was completely yeah. chance, right? But right. like we had something like, complete chance. We had something in common though. One, we're both nerds, so you know I am nerd. We're both nerds. We both like Yu Gi Oh, and. Again, Joel and Henry are both wanted by Kathleen, so they end up somehow clashing together, right? Like these yep. things, you're like you said, you said it perfectly. You're watching from the perspective of Joel, so it, it to you it can seem like, well, how? What are the odds that he runs into a person? But like the my coworkers. They're fucking random people that I just yeah, happened yeah, yeah. to, happen to end up with all of those people that I do And they not all know.
1: have their own stories, yes. right? And if you were right. watching, if for whatever reason you were watching their story, you'd be like, it's so random that they met this Frasier guy. Or right. like, like right. if if, it, if your job was a show, and like, let's say you started dating some guy at your work, and like, they were watching fucking um, Tim... This guy Tim, right. who's gay, who works in this accounting firm, and then he meets Frey, It's like, oh, what are the chances he meets another gay guy at this accounting firm? It's gay a, what people can't about? meet each other on a. It's, a, it's just like you just like what are the chances that I end up meeting like if somebody told me in two thousand nine next year you're going to randomly go to a card shop with this guy who is your friend because he happens to be the boyfriend of your other friend that you met in high school. And you only go to that (laughs) high school. You only you only went to that high school because already that you'd be like what? You to move out of this like neighborhood you were in. Anyway, you meet this guy at this card shop, and then ten years after that, you and that guy are gonna make a podcast. Like the you know like the amount like you guys are gonna become really good friends. He's actually this guy that you meet that doesn't know Medina, he's gonna get to know you, and then he's gonna end up living with Medina, who's (laughs) your friend. Like it's, it's absolute it nonsense, like nonsense, the level of, like, like coincidences it is, right? It but like at fiction. the end of the day, that is life. That's what happens. That literally is yeah, exactly. all of
0: what Kenny said is true. That all has happened. And it's like, yes, it does seem like it's random or it's unlikely, but that's because you're watching from the perspective of someone and it's not you. So you can't really take yourself out of, well, some people, unfortunately, can't take themselves out of every situation and think about, like, how random it is that we meet people in everyday life. Yeah, like everyday life, I meet people who I'm like, I didn't expect to meet this person, and most of them you just kind of keep going your own way. But then every once in a while, you make a friend, somebody who you yeah. genuinely connect with. And when you make that friend, you don't realize because some of them,
1: sometimes you make a friend and you're like, you're great friends with them. Yes, but then ten, you don't realize that ten years from now you're either never going to talk to that person again, or you're still going to be talking to that person every day. Yep, and like, yeah. it's just all, it's all coincidence, but it's also all just like life anyway i hate when people say stuff like that is bad writing because it's just like i don't think you realize what real life is like that's literally just real life yeah, yeah. yeah. it
0: literally is how life works like, humans i, just I don't run know into other humans because things usually things that they have in common will bring them to a destination together right like mm-hmm. if yeah, I'm, at like, the I'm, stop I'm trying to day. think
2: though the first thing that i watched that did that where it really just fucking blew me away where i thought it was like just uh, i almost felt like it was a coincidence but it's not because that's life yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I fucking love that so I think much that One Story. Piece does a really like get good job of it. this.
0: I think I think uh, yeah. Oda does a really good job of bringing two characters together who are in completely different parts of the entire universe, right? Like, they're in completely different parts, you're like, how the fuck did you end up running into luffy in this moment at this time when you need him is like well this person had a whole story going on before luffy got there and Mm -hmm. luffy was always going to this destination he was always going here so yes they ended up colliding and it just so happened that luffy did get there at a really good time but that is also life like i've had people come into my life thankfully at the time that they came into my life because i didn't know at the time that i needed them later on down the road for things that like i could not have foreseen for myself Just stuff like that, like that's again, like Kenny said, it's just life. Like there, that's the best explanation. It's just how life goes. Not to harp on this mm-hmm. too much, because episode four was brilliant uh for a lot of reasons. But we, we do see that Kathleen has the whole city on lock, and she has this guy named Perry, who's like the leader of the military part of it.
2: Who, who's the voice actor of Tommy in the game? And I, when I first heard it, I was like, man, he fucking sounds like Tommy in the game.
0: He looks like him a bit too, and, doesn't uh, he? Yeah, they, yeah, because
2: I think the, I think the mocap is based on that guy's face. Same, features.
0: same with uh Marlene or whatever. Not her, Marlene. I don't yeah, know
2: her yeah, Marlene. Oh, yeah. was it Marlene? Um, okay, yeah, you know, Marlene, the voice actor is actually Marlene in the show, which is yes. fucking
0: awesome. Literally, she looks like her and everything. Like that is yeah. The whereas molded Joel the and Ellie
2: do not look like their voice actors at all.
0: Yeah, which apparently some people have a problem with Ellie not looking like the doll fucking girl from The Last of Us video game, and I think that those people are creepy, so I just want to get that out there right now. If you're mad that Ellie is not as pretty as the little girl who plays Ellie in the video game, you're a fucking creep, and you need to... You need to fuck a off. Weirder, I would right? say something way more harsh <laughs> than that, but for for this podcast sake, I will just say you need to fuck off if you're mad cuz people are calling her like, "Oh, she's too ugly to play Ellie." First of all, we're talking about a young teenage girl. She does not need to look like whatever your standard of beauty is. You're being a right. fucking creep, especially coming from a bunch of men, cuz that's what I'm seeing in the comment section is like, "She's too ugly to be Ellie." Like, why are we talking about this little girl's appearance? Like what 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 difference does it make?
1: People are fucking weird. People
0: are weirdos.
1: People are, yeah, people are weird. I think, I mean, I don't know. I didn't play the game, but I mean, I think she, uh, I think she does a really good job in the role. I think she's doing a great job. I actually really like Ellie's character. I love how, like, smarmy he is. Like, dude, the part where, so in episode five, like, when when they're kind of negotiating, when they're, like, negotiating, and uh, they have the gun in their face and everything, and he's just, like, I forget what he says, and then, um, Joel's like, yeah, it's, he was like, it doesn't sound fine. You know, like he was like the tone of your voice. She was like, no, don't worry. Like, that's just his voice. Like, that's yeah. just like, he has like, like an asshole-ish voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just, he just has an asshole voice. And then like, yeah, he says something else. Too, yeah. She's like, you're not helping.
0: Like, you're not fucking helping. There was helping. another part where she said, he always starts off saying no, but eventually he's yeah. always like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're never going to do this. And then I'm like, I asked yeah, a million ask like times, a times and bro. then he eventually yeah, yeah. caves. Like I'm I
1: love that. Like her. she's such a she's just a really fun character. Like I'm really enjoying following uh this character. She's I don't know, she's full of life, she's fun, she has all her own personalities like and shit. An she's fucking
2: like teenager. Yeah. Like it's good. Uh, one thing. How I'll old is she say, supposed uh, to be in the in the 14. show? For, uh, in the 14? show I'm not sure, but I think in the, I think 14 as well, but in the in the game it's 14. Yeah, I mean um, she she feels like
1: a kid going on this adventure. And it's, like, there's stuff that she's bewildered by and excited by, like, holding it. Like, I love the part when she steals a gun or whatever, and then I love when he finally, due to the circumstance, he finally, like, lets her keep the gun, yes. and he, like, teaches her stuff. And then, like, she kind of holds it, and then he's like, fucking, what are you doing? Like, she kind of, like, swings it around and almost, like, pseudo-points it at him. Yeah. And then he's like, hold it straight, do it like that, and said, it's just, like, these little thumb. things.
0: He actually taught me some shit about holding a gun. I was like, oh, that's really cool. So mm-hmm. I, I really like that whole part but then he said it stays in your backpack and of course she doesn't listen yep and i i, I do like her she's kind of mischievous she's a, like a loki character basically she she shot a guy in the back and paralyzed him immediately which i found to be so fucked <laughs> That is so fucked. The guy was like, I can't feel my legs for some reason. And I was like, what do you mean for some reason? You just got shot in the fucking back. You will never feel your legs ever again. Like, that little girl just happened to have the aim like an American sniper. That was so ruthless.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. I was going to say, though, one of my favorite, like, attires. And, and, like, I would love to see, like, a grown-up sort of, like, Sam is... I am like I linked it in the chat. Like I'm just fucking blown away by like the the pad wrapped around his neck and it dangles down. Yeah. It just looks fucking awesome. Like it's like he just picks up a little pad, scribbles on it, and drops it and like something it just feels really fucking real and gritty and stuff. I just love seeing that pad around his neck. That character, the the two brothers, man, like I fuck
1: so I think so episode three I think gets The most praise I've seen. If you're not being homophobic, right? But I do think episode five. Like I really like episode five too. Like I have episode five right up there with three. Same, 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 same. It's very good. All dynamic with the brothers, the
2: situations that happen, how it all plays out. Also, you get you get some nice action too. It's kind of and we
0: know people love that. I cried again episode mm -hmm. episode five. I was not ready. I just wasn't ready. So here's what I thought, because shows are typically very predictable. I thought one of them was going to die. I didn't know which one, but I just thought that one of the two brothers was going to die. I was not ready for both of them to die, and I was not ready for both of them to die the way that they died. Mm -hmm. That really fucked me up, because what, what would have happened that wouldn't have made me feel any hardcore emotion is if Kathleen just killed Henry in front of Sam. That would have been fucked up but i would have been like i totally expected it that that is his karma for killing her brother he is a rat for all intents and purposes even though i like the character henry i love the heart to heart that he has with joel in the basement with the kids while they're in the background having fun he's telling him like i am the worst kind of person that there is like i needed a drug from my brother And there was only, there's not a lot of it, as you can imagine. And there's only one way I could get it. And I gave up a good person, a great man. I gave up a great man to get this drug, to save my brother. I said, fuck someone else's brother to save my own. He's like tearing up and everything when he says it. And it's a really heartfelt moment. But at the end of the day, he's condemning himself in that moment. So Mm -hmm. if Kathleen were to finally catch up to him as she did when they were fleeing from all of the fucking infected, I was fully ready for him to shoot him in the head And for Sam to have to witness that, and that being a traumatic moment, and then like the story continues from there. But instead, they survive the entire thing, which is so crazy because the odds of them surviving the sniper and then the infected astronomical, right? And then Kathleen gets the drop on them, and it's like, damn, they get a break there. So they get break after break after break. But then they finally get to what seems to be safety.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Everything seems like it's okay, and then chaos it's and then they kill like they kill each other basically yeah he, dude when yeah ugh.
1: when it's at night and like he reveals to ellie that he got infected he got scratched or whatever and then she's she cuts and she tries to like use her blood to heal him and it's like you know it's not going to work like at that point yeah. like it's too, like you know it's not going to work out and then he's like can you stay awake with me and she's like yeah and then he when it comes to the next
0: he wrote yeah, on the pad what what happened. He said, "Do you think that a person that becomes a monster is still themselves on the inside?"
1: Yeah, yeah. and it, it was just so because he's a kid, and I think me and Frazier talked about this a lot. But there's so, and it's just because we got older, and when you get older, you become a bitch. But like, there's something about when bad things happen to kids that really, really, oh, really, really God. affect me, yeah. and it and it hurts. So when it's like happening, and then when Ellie's trying to be there for him, and she she's like, "Yeah, I'll stay up all night." And then when the next scene you see her kind of like wake up in the chair and you see him sitting on the edge of the bed, it's like, fuck, like you already know what it is when he's sitting on the edge of the bed.
0: Can we talk about that, though? Because like I am still so, okay. let me start off by saying with the blood thing and healing, I am very glad that that did not work like that. Because that would have threw me off a bit if her blood literally can just be sprinkled on somebody and it just stops them from... Yeah, I knew it
1: wasn't going to work. I was like, this this That's what hurts so much about it. I was like, she's doing everything she can. And it's like, fuck.
0: She said, my blood has medicine in it. And for a second, I was like, oh God, this is about to be... That kid was brave,
2: man. He was really brave.
0: Yes. But here's the part that really got me. So the morning, she wakes up. So it's been several hours now. And Sam is just sitting on the bed, staring out the window completely not moving or anything. And she goes over to him and she taps him on the shoulder and he turns around. And this, again, you want to talk about unexpected. Like I, I I guess other people, I'm sure that there were people, obviously there's millions of people in the world who watched the show. But me personally, when I saw him sitting on the edge of the bed, I did not think that when she touched him that he was going to be infected. I just did not. I, I don't know uh, if I'm an idiot. I just did not. No, I, don't think, I don't
1: think you're an idiot, but I just think there's there's multiple ways to interpret. I it? guess interpret it. Yeah, when I saw it, because like I was just already dooming. I was like, this is so bad. When I saw him sitting on the edge of the bed, just sitting there, I
2: was like, oh my god. I basically knew from the game. Like they they pretty much did that like beat for beat.
0: Okay. But um, yeah. Your perspective I, I, is going to be way different. From yeah, you it's like, like it's right? a little different. But when I saw game. him on the
2: edge of the bed, I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely. But uh, yeah, it hurt man. I, I can say, shit.
0: I think I would have probably thought he was still fucked up because he was he was just like too stationary to me. He was too stationary. But here's what confused me is that he wasn't attacking her in her fucking sleep. It would be one thing if she woke up to Which him. It's funny because I think that's what happens in the game. It's a
2: little different, but I think that's what happens. I think he wakes. She kind of wakes up to it. I think.
0: Okay, that makes that yeah. makes sense to me. I just thought, and I, I guess that the writer, or the director, I should say, the director of the episode thought that it would be a huge shock because I thought he was still human. Like, he wasn't moving, and it seemed like a, that seemed more of a human thing to do, the way he was sitting up like that. Yeah, but I, yeah. But I also noticed that, and I didn't forget this from episode one, that little infographic thing that they had about how long it takes for you yeah. to become an actual infected um, if you get a mark on your leg, it could take anywhere up to eight hours. Mm-hmm. So like if she slept through the night, he was basically turning the whole night. And then in the morning time, let's say eight hours later, humans get usually, you know, eight hours of sleep or whatever. Let's just use eight, eight hours later, she gets up and he's fully turned now. And it's like, okay, it kind of lines up th- in that way. But it didn't, when he turned around and started screaming at her, I thought that he was joking for a second. There was a, there was a split second, right? Where? Really? Yeah, so when she puts her hand on him,
1: he was coping. He, he was coping.
0: There was well, hold on. There's a part. It's, it's it's it was only like for a frame. Not
1: a bad way, but like yes, Like, no, no. like you're like you literally like was it was cope. Like yes. it was like like please be fucking joking. Yes, no, you're yeah, yeah. so right.
0: It is it is cope, mm. but it's also mixed with disbelief. Like there's a yeah yeah there's a there's a you have to have a bit of suspension of disbelief to think the disinfected stayed on that bed and yeah. did not do anything to a, a living breathing human. While they were right next to him, right? Like the thing is yeah, yeah. supposed to infect every they, single. They person. say
2: they say that the infected. I, I I gotta like read more into it, but I'm pretty sure they say that the infected are completely in the in the earlier stages before they become what's called a clicker. Yeah, they're they're completely conscious of what's happening around them, but they can't stop what they're doing. So like, oh, that you is can, fucking oh tragic. My God. Yeah, so like that you is can, fucking trash. You can literally like. You, oh, you just awful. run around and do shit, but you you're you're aware, and so like,
0: oh, no, one of the ways awful. you
2: could tell in like the game is like if you if you stay around like like a uh, an infected long enough, they'll start crying and shit.
0: Wow, that's yeah, they'll insane. start They'll start
2: crying and they're just they and they'll have expressions like if you look really closely, they'll have expressions of like regret and like I, I mean, it's hard to say yeah. with a fucking facial expression, but it yeah, looks no. like regret and like they don't want to do what they're doing. Yeah I that's think, fucking tragic. I think you start to lose your humanity when you're a clicker because well you're, yes. You're, yeah. You're, you're start fucking to lose brain and everything. Around so yeah. when
0: she put her hand on him and he kind of quickly turned and like made the noise and everything, there was a part of me that said, "Oh, he's he's fucking around with her." Cuz that would be kind of yeah, yeah. a funny thing that a kid would do. And yeah. then I realized that he was making a noise and I was like, "Well, he hasn't made a noise." Yeah, anymore. and that's what I thought too. I was like,
2: if, if this is like, cause he, he, we only ever heard him laugh. I think yeah when Ellie was telling him the jokes.
0: Yes. So when he, um, when he like turned and he made that noise, I said, Oh my fucking goodness. He's, yeah, actually, he doesn't make
2: noises too much, but when he does, it's a, it's a nice event. He's either laughing or yeah. becoming a fucking zombie. And he started attacking her and then they
0: kind of like fucking tumbled out of the room together. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no. And he was fully, what's so interesting is how focused on just her. He was, um, Like, it's like the, you know, they, they said at one point, Joel says, I should say, they're not that smart because at one point Ellie was concerned about lighting a fire. And he said, now, why am I going to tell you? No. And she said, because, because the infected would find us. And he said, no, they're not that smart. And she said people. And he said, that's exactly right. So they kind of world building again. I love the world building, but they kind of let us know you won't light a fire and they're going to see the smoke and they're all going to come. That's not how that works. And that's good. Cause like that is a bit much. So just knowing that little tidbit, uh, but then I noticed that again with Ellie and and Sam that he was super laser focused on there were two other humans, but he just yep. like laser focused on her, because I guess that she was the one who kind of initiated his awakeness. And yeah, his brother had to then, put a bullet in his head and that shit dude, took me out.
1: The way it happens, right? Like Cause he's there and they're tussling, and then Joel goes for the gun, and then Henry gets it, yeah. And then Henry gets he's like, and the then car. and then Joel's like, dude, what the fuck? And then like it's like this huge tussle, and the whole and, time like, the,
0: the fucking infected is still attacking Ellie, like the and whole time.
1: There, at no point was I ready for him to turn and shoot his brother in the head. It's like mm-hmm. I was not ready. And then like, but like I yeah. get it, and like he had, and then he does it, and then because he he I, I he think realizes he has to do it, and then immediately he has immediately, all this regret.
2: I think it immediately goes to Joel is not afraid of him anymore. He just he doesn't want him with the gun because he knows it's such a highly emotional situation. He's like, just give me the gun. Yeah, Come dude. It, yeah, it's I don't actually. think Joel was afraid gun. of him like,
0: either in that moment. In that uh, moment, after he already killed his brother, I think that he was no longer afraid of him. But I do like man, I like that they tell you what kind of person Henry is. Henry tells Joel, with, after they kind of get on good terms, he's like, I'm the most non-violent person you've ever met. He said, mm-hmm. the most violent thing I've ever done is point an unloaded gun at you.
1: Yeah. Like, that yeah. is mm. that is the
0: most violent thing I've ever done in my life. He said, so, the reason why we're still here is because we need to kind of barrel through and kill things and kill people, and I'm not capable of doing that, and that's where you come in, because I watched you be fucking Rambo. So, I'm, I'm the map, I know how to get us out of here, and you know how to kill. We make a great match together. He said this is my f-. he said, This yeah. is my, my uh makeshift fucked up plan. Like he said, like, What kind of plan is that? He was like, This is my makeshift fucked up plan. That's what it is. Yeah,
1: it's the best we fucking got, but
0: yeah. it's the goddamn like, all plan. These,
2: all these fucking characters could kind have of spin off in their own right. Like I would love to watch Henry and Sam like have like a fucking six episode. Thing I going, love, I would love to watch Bill and Frank. Well, Bill and Frank could just be them fucking eating strawberries yeah. for twenty years. Like, they, well, I mean, but,
0: we, uh, got, we got what we need. Like yeah, yeah, bill, we got the what we the They did get like bill, that. Night I mean, at one point though, I thought oh, that was man. cool.
2: Yeah, the, the fucking
1: yeah. raid. And that's it what Joel right said.
0: Street though, I was like, Joel he was he like, Joel was
1: like, you're gonna get fucking raided, man. Like.
2: Yeah. If you've played a first-person shooter game or any kind of shooter game, you know it's not good for him to stand in the middle of the fucking street like that. He's okay. stood right in the street and was just kind of, I was like, oh, this is looking bad. Yeah. And it, it was kind of cool that these, these time like, skips were like, you, you kind of fill in the gaps with like, they don't necessarily need to tell you what happened. You don't need to watch everything, but he gets shot and he's like, call Joel. So like. I think that Joel came there and basically like helped patch him up. You know what I mean? How crazy was it in that episode, right? Because like he's sitting there, he's
1: got like, he's like shot, he's fucked up. Oh, yeah, I was fully convinced
2: he was dead. Well, Frank is trying to help
1: him, but then the next time skip, you see a guy in a wheelchair or like, yeah. And then your initial, at least for me, my initial thought was, holy fuck, that sucked that bullet paralyzed him. Oh, I thought
0: that he got HIV. What I
1: thought happened was, because it was right after we watched Bill get shot. So then we go, and so at first I thought it was Bill that couldn't yeah. walk. Like, really quickly, I was like, oh my God, like that bullet paralyzed him. And then, like, what a change of fate they do on you in that, like, you see Frank taking care of Bill. And then in the next scene, it's Frank has cancer or whatever it may be. So, and Bill's taking care of him.
0: Let me clear it up why I thought it was HIV. It's not, it's not that I thought that it was uh, because they're homosexual, it was specifically the way he worded it when they were talking about it. He said there was no cure for this before this outbreak, like before the yeah, infected yeah. even happened, before this pandemic. He was like, there wasn't a cure for this to begin with. I thought maybe it's ALS. Right. It, 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 the the thing is, it could have been so many things. Right.
2: It, it could have just straight yeah. up been cancer. Like, it could
0: have literally been cancer. Uh, th- when he when I saw him, uh, I have a family member who's passed away now from AIDS, and I remember how they looked. In their last months, and it remind the the main thing is the paleness of the skin. The mm-hmm. skin just loses its color, and so whoever the makeup artist is or the makeup people on The Last of Us, obviously these people are insane because the way they do the clickers and stuff is amazing, and that's not CG. Those fucking things are actually physical, like costumes that somebody's in and makeup. It was, and it was and you that told
2: me that they got the guy from Game of Thrones that or um that worked on. Vecna, he did. He worked on Stranger Game of Game of Thrones Vecna. and Vecna. Yes. And I, and I did I was like, I don't see the comparison. You linked me fucking one image, and I was like, I oh. completely see the comparison. Like, like, oh, I, there it I, is. I completely switched. I was like, oh my God, it's like yes. it's beautiful how like similar they look. But
0: but, but to uh, the topic at hand, when I saw the paleness of his skin, and this is right. I, I don't really know much about how like cancer patients look in the end. Apparently he had what was it Parkinson's? I think somebody said or confirmed. Um, I don't know if
2: confirmed, but Frank. I
0: could, yeah, I think he had Parkinson's disease or something oh. like that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if something got
0: confirmed or not. I'm not uh, sure. Let me see. You you got It's a little.
2: It's back. a little stereotyping, but he didn't look too jittery for Parkinson's. But you know, you get the jitters a little bit.
0: Yeah, but,
1: I mean, I
2: I don't know. I don't know if that's anything not necessarily terminal either. Yeah. I don't know if it got
1: confirmed in the episode.
2: If it got yeah, confirmed, yeah, yeah. Was it was like a like word of God or whatever they call it. Where um, and maybe in like the podcast. I I only listened to I think the episode one podcast. There's like an official podcast, but I am absolutely going to listen to all the podcasts. I just don't think I've done it yet.
0: But uh, okay, would I know. just say no, degenerative neuromuscular it. disorder? Which like you hey, said, what? it could be that. It it could be that that's that's an umbrella term like cancer is for a bunch of different things. I see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he has something that just completely, you know, incurable and and like he mentioned that part, and that part really fucked me up. I was like, damn, I didn't think about that. So what I like about episodes three, four, and five is that they give you insight on certain groups of people besides just like regular, healthy, straight human beings. They show you homosexuals, they show you black people, they show you people who are deaf. They show you people who have sicknesses that are basically terminal illnesses in this type of world, and you get to see how these people are coping with the world around them, because obviously, like, yes, we know that most people, they're functioning the way they're going to function. They're, you know, they're, you're healthy, you don't have any disorders, or you're not part of a marginalized group of people. You're basically fine, like, as fine as you can be. But then, imagine someone deaf. So I really like seeing Sam's character, because, damn, being deaf in this world really fucking sucks, right? Yes. Like, without the te- Without the technology... The best of his technology is literally a, a toy that we used to play with as kids, where you shake it and the words disappear, and you can rewrite on it. Like that is that is how he has to communicate. Obviously, sign language too. But like even sign language is a bit much because even in the QZ
2: zone in Boston, even amputees, even without a lot of people missing limbs and shit. Even
1: Even sign language isn't enough. If you're deaf, like what are you what are you gonna do? Like there's no way for him to know, like. For example, there was a fucking gunfight happening outside. Yeah. If his brother didn't like get up, tell him to, like he could have just walked out into a gunfight, right? Yes. Like if he doesn't have like his way of yeah. staying alive is his brother. Like without literally that,
0: literally that
1: because he could just walk. He could just walk outside and like oh it's a gunfight or like or he could just go somewhere and there's fucking zombies all around and then like. He doesn't realize what he's walking into, like he couldn't hear them ahead of time or whatever, like it's it could be bad, especially at nighttime it's dark, you can't see, so you rely on your I, hearing I,
2: I just don't think I just don't think he'd be able to live that long, I think, yeah, but yeah, it really be sucks, tough. but I think it'd be uh he'd be quickly dead by just whatever the fuck has the advantage of hearing, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it sucks that's the man. that
0: and that's the reality of the world they live in is uh. If you already need have all your If you already have anything wrong with you, like for me asthma. I'm an asthmatic, so I need inhalers. And Henry already killed someone to just get whatever his brother needed to have his life be a little mm-hmm. bit better. I would need inhalers which would also be a resource that is shrinking and I I imagine it would be very expensive and hard to get after a while, if not immediately, and there are days when I really need my inhaler and I could potentially die. Like I we'd could potentially die. We'd get you, we'd get you like a whoopee it.
2: cushion. We'd put like a whoopee <laughs> cushion in your mouth and fucking squeeze it. You'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> like it'll <laughs> it be just breathing like so ash gas, but like it'll be all right.
0: Medicine just doesn't really exist the same way in these worlds, and that that is something that we Except don't pills. Really think about. Except pills, we know that pills do. But but because, like those, um, those are also everything is still running out though, right? Like well, no, they no, yeah, not yeah.
2: pills because the um the, the guy in the QZ in Boston says. There's a factory that make two things: bullets uh, and pills. Okay, so that guy who's it. trafficking in you know yeah, what's so they do make pills. Fucking crazy though. Like I would love,
1: like you only got to do one episode, right? And it would feel so. It's not going to be in this show, but I would love in shows like this, um, to see like a remote fucking village in Tibet where literally none of this is happening because like they didn't have access to like <laughs> like they didn't have access to the bread from that factory yeah. that like made it and so because there's places like that now that are like completely remote villages like that have Amazon no tribe. connection to anything yeah. to what we're doing in real life and it's like in their world like literally nothing has happened like the world <laughs> is going to shit or something and they're just like literally today is no different than yesterday and no different than 10 20 years ago. Like it'd be so interesting. It's to like see reverse
0: shit like that. reverse attack on Titan because Attack on Titan starts off where you believe that the entire human race is in the confines of the wall. Meanwhile, yeah. on the outside of the wall, there are human beings living and thriving, having parties and sex yep. and drugs and alcohol, just living their I mean, absolute right. best life, doesn't know oh, anything now, about being eaten bit, by a Titan. Bit. I'm it's, a little bit behind. It's so wild uh, to think about that world, like that world yeah, that exists insane like. That is just an insane concept. It's basically like, what like you're the, saying is the reverse of it. It's like literally like, the lot, like
2: almost like Truman Show or something or like fucking universe. St- outside st- of explain the Truman it's, Show. It's it's basically Jim Carrey. It's like this movie that came out in the '90s where like he lives in a fucking world, but his world is a reality TV show where like every single person that interacts with him. Is part like an actor in the show, and it's like the biggest show on TV. It's like massive, and he starts to slowly become skeptical of it and become aware of it, and then eventually he like he just tries to like escape it because he learns it, and it's like it's just like every single person watches like the Truman Show. Oh, that's creepy because um, it's fucking weird. It's a weird movie.
0: It sounds cool and though, like conceptually, but, but he it eventually does also sound... just like
2: he he's like realizing like my wife doesn't love me and like these people they're just fucking actors like you yeah, realize, imagine,
0: imagine one day time. you start to notice that like you're in a simulation mm-hmm. but you're not the supposed matrix. to
2: yeah like literally that. no one you're not supposed to know you're in the matrix like
0: that's, that's a fucking i love that movie it's a crazy for me too me too we're going to do a podcast on the matrix by the way so you should uh, i please be
2: on it yeah, absolutely. And I'll fucking and do anything I to be on that. Love oh, God.
0: The Matrix. Oh, it's well, now that you say you'll do anything. Oh,
2: I mean, <laughs> you're speaking my language, man. It's like literally one of my favorite fucking things ever. Matrix 4, whoa, is it bad?
0: One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, I'm
2: so glad. What? and people think I'm crazy for this. I think Matrix 2 is better than Matrix 1. I like Matrix Reloaded a lot. I think people shit on the third movie more than they should. I think The Matrix Reloaded is better than the first one.
0: I it's probably agree awesome. with you because I think that the budget clearly went up a lot.
2: Yeah, um, it's you know, sorry, fucking we, awesome. We, let's the Highway the Chase actual, is one of my favorite things in any
0: it. movie ever. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, save it, save let's it, save, save it. it. Yeah, 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 we gotta save it. Yeah, yeah let's oh, save let's let's it for, for when
0: we do the actual episode. But, but I love to, to, Matrix. Jump, to
1: just randomly jump back in The Last of Us, I was not ready for uh, Gronk. Gronk, the gigantic fucking... Oh, uh, oh
0: my god, so. we didn't
2: even talk about this I don't want to name drop, I don't want to name drop, but that thing has a name that people call it by. But yeah, we'll wanna, wait and see.
1: Because we'll they did randomly they call, call call them clickers at some point. So they'll give that thing right. its name at some point. But I'm I am curious. They said the
0: name, I thought they said the name. At, uh, did you guys watch the after the episode thing? No, I actually didn't have that on the thing that I perfectly okay. legally I'm, downloaded. I'm like pretty sure that in the after the episode, the writer, director, whoever is the guy talking, called it a bloater. Like I'm 99% sure that mm. he blatantly called it a bloater.
2: All right. Well, so. Well, I guess is the secret out then. I guess the secret. I mean, it's
0: a it's a It's like it,
2: called a bloater. So yeah, so what I'm, I'm that like 99 percent sure I heard watch that fucking thing. In, the actual, watch in the actual in actual. So show what, what that is is like it's it's basically like somebody who
0: is like no, they didn't tell us this. So you're telling wow, us this, is, this is I don't I don't think this is. I too love, love seeing
1: thing. inside the episode stuff, but Cheyenne doesn't he doesn't supply it. You know what I mean.
0: You don't well, well, supply
1: the inside the episode. We watch the episode, we talk for five minutes, and he goes, alright, I'm going back to bed.
0: Is that what happens? Oh, I, was, well, I think I was just tired. At the you know what's of annoying time. though, Kenny? What? You have to watch the preview for the next episode before you get to the inside the episode. Oh,
1: I know. That's why. So, just oh, yeah. side ramp, this is a show on HBO. When we when I went through House of the Dragon, I was so frustrated because I love the inside of the episode. Same. Every time I rewatch Game of Thrones, I always watch the inside Same. of the episode thing, etc. Yeah, I love that Anyway, shit. When I was watching House of the Dragon, I, the fucking, I'm watching it and like I'm ready for the inside of the episode. And then first is the preview, and the preview just like spoiled the entire. Like it wasn't a preview; it was We're like not and The king has a, a a kid, and it's the kid's birthday, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like you guys are showing me too much. We're not previewing. I didn't boys. like. It. We're not I want to see. I, yeah, I don't want to see. Previews are okay if you really don't sh- like. You just give me a teaser. Don't show me the plot. Like, I don't want to see the actual. I don't know. It's annoying. Anyway, I love inside the episode, though. That was a side rant. But those giant loader. So
2: so was, what what that is, basically, Well, before
1: you say what it is, I want to say okay. I, as I was watching it, my curiosity was, is that either a like as the mutation happens for long enough and you're infected and like if your body is able to hold and survive or whatever you just like grow and mutate even more and like you become like this big mutation of a of a mushroom monster or is it b is that just fucking dave batista like is it just (laughs) is it just a bodybuilder
0: i have the exact same thought as kenny i assume that that can only be a human who was already gigantic. So, like, if LeBron James became an infected, right. he's a prime, uh, I guess, by host. The way.
1: That's terrifying. Yes.
0: Like, <laughs> someone like LeBron
1: James become an infected. Well, well yeah. oh my God. Well, because
0: here's here's what doesn't make Batista, sense. Right? Here's what doesn't make sense. That bloater was literally like seven feet. And I think that only makes right. sense if the human so, was like six, seven, so six, eight here, to begin here's with. the thing,
2: though. You, you're basically right because, like, I guess there's the, got to be a little suspension to disbelief because like you can't just fucking grow height. That's what I'm saying, so, like, like Kenny,
0: I like, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the they're not
2: seven feet, and it, it's just I think it's like a normal human who has been, I think, sitting in a, in a spot for a very very long time, like and several like several years, like a long time because you got to grow all that shit. Okay, but like when you know they're like taller, like that's just like. Woo movie magic because, well, like, you can't. I don't know, like, you can like, tell it's like obviously it's like a guy who's like seven foot tall, but it's but I don't think, but doesn't I mean, that could make be sense, wrong? Though? I could fucking be wrong. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, you doesn't could it make be sense, right though? That a there's guy really is, no way to know
0: if a guy's six five and he becomes an infected, he's a fucking prime target to be a bloater now because he's right. Gigantic. I mean, you
2: could be right, like, there's just no, like there's, I don't think there's a way to know, just like how we were saying
1: coincidence is a real life and just that's what happens and just like how we were saying gay people simply exist like bodybuilders and big freaks of humans exist exist. yes and so when they become infected it's going to like when batista and john cena become infected it's going to be a goddamn
2: (laughs) well it's the big load when the big show (laughs) like when that happens, it's going to be bad, man. It's not going to oh, be good. By the way, the bloater gave a guy a choke slam just to have you guys. He, know. Did, he did definitely he gave did. Somebody a choke the slam.
0: bloater also killed someone without infecting them and ripped his head off.
2: Yep. Also, yeah, so what happens is when the bloater catches you in a game, that's what he does. He grab he puts his fingers in your fucking mouth like this. What and rips your jaw and your top
0: of your head off like that? They show it too in a game. Well, they they show it. Does it look like, like a like,
2: fucking fatality. No, because, like, what they do is, like, there's, like, an intense music that starts, and then the second he, like, rips it, it goes to a black screen, and it's, okay. like, game over. Yeah. But yeah. you see it for, like, a millisecond, and it's kind of, like, cool yeah. to see.
0: That thing? Um, I'll, go ahead, Kenny. You go.
1: Oh, well, no. Stay on that, because I'm on this topic, but it's, like, a slightly... Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Don't don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. No, you go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So I was just going to say, in that moment, something else that I really like in that whole... Scene where the all the zombies came out. Um, I love the part where first of all, we want to talk about Joel having some aim. He's just fucking sniping oh, out, of, out of this insane. world, oh, man. But, American yeah. sniper, absolute insane. Bradley but Cooper. I love the part when um when Ellie she notices, and it's so cool because I feel like she wouldn't have had this thought if it wasn't for their previous experience. When she sees the car and there's a really small window, and she she like realizes like oh I can climb in there I'm small I've had these experiences where me being small was beneficial and so she climbs into the car and gets into the car to like wait out what's happening and then fucking baby zombie I know earlier we were talking about how we don't <laughs> like like animal zombies or whatever yeah but that fucking little kid zombie was some of the creepiest oh, shit I've so ever seen awesome. awesome.
2: the way it I always was hate spooky little kids they're always so fucking stupid but that was awesome the like, way you know it was like a showing to I move.
0: Bet was freaking me the fuck out.
2: Yes. Oh yes. It was fucking nuts. What were
0: you saying, Cheyenne?
2: Like, you know how like you'll you'll be like a fucking movie and there's like an evil little kid. He's like, I've been a bad boy, yeah. mommy. I fucking hate it. It's so corny. I hate it. But like the little kid, I was like, I was not expecting that because you never see a little kid in the fucking game.
0: It was also like, a little was, kid awesome. clicker of all things. Fast, it wasn't right? even like, just da, 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 da. like it wasn't oh, just an infected. That thing was fully a clicker and that that freaked me out, because I didn't consider that, like, oh, yeah, I guess if a kid gets infected, this is what, yeah. what eventually happened. And this is what I mean also, though. If I don't know if that kid could necessarily become a bloater with that stature. Like, would it be a... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, she's so small. Like, she was Ellie's size. They were literally the same size. And even if it did become a bloater, it's like, well, that's not...
2: That's It'd not be like... It'd be like a bloater, but it'd be a really small one. It's a really small like, bloater, like a baby bloater. In the in the game, I'm gonna link a picture real quick. So I'm g I am i I'm not sure. Like I think it's fine. To like, we would have probably seen this, but they wouldn't they might not have a name for it, or it might not be in the show. So stage one. Well, if it's is something called that's not shown yet, don't show it. But
1: just wait, just wait. It, on. I think yeah, it we're gonna do another episode. We're yeah, gonna do we're an only, episode when when the um, season's over.
0: Yeah. We're doing another episode, so.
1: Yeah. yeah. when the season's over we're, we'll okay. when the season's over we you know we're going to uh, talk about it again and we'll see cuz here's the thing, right? That that was episode 5. Shown that was episode 5 and great. like and that was the about, first like, time they showed more. us like a hulk, a hulk zombie. Um you know, there's still going to be
2: shit to make us go holy shit. In the in the forward. game you and you and Bill fight a hulk. That's kind of a badass moment, it's like you and your boy Bill, you know, he's like like what the fuck is that and you're like oh boy that's like it's the first time you see one and also then, in, in that segment in the game with that where like because you in order to get to the house you got to kill like 30 dudes and then um it's just not nearly as chaotic as it is in the show which is in a good way and there's also no big boy there's no what's um, what's crazy is that in the episode early in episode four they show the fucking
1: ground move yeah I didn't like and that. then and then she's like, we'll worry about it later. And he's like, this is a problem now. And that's when she was like, no, Henry's a problem or whatever. She's completely like blinded by rage because like, that's a fucking problem. The, the This concrete is moving. Yeah. And so we knew there was like a ton of zombies under there, but I, I, we didn't really know the full extent, I guess. And then when they go underground and they talk about the tunnels, blah blah blah. But when they go underground and the tunnels are empty, what's crazy? And then Henry tells the story that like there were stuff down there, but they got rid of them. Yeah. Um. I, I think Henry thinks that they killed them or whatever. But I'm so curious what actually happened because clearly too. they they somehow moved all of these infected somewhere else, and then they were moving underground and like trying to force their way out until. You know, it eventually finally happened at the I end of I wonder what five.
0: really went wrong with that. And I'm wondering if they're going to ever explain it. But like, OK, so Henry's under the belief that they actually got rid of all of the infected in Kansas City. Somehow, yeah. And that the tunnels are cleared out because when he first told Joel his plan, Joel was like, that's a fucking terrible idea. All the infected are down there. You want us to fight through that? Like, I'm not a, I'm not actually Rambo, my guy. But yeah, he's like, yeah. no, they actually cleared them all out. And so we're just led to believe that's the truth, because, I mean, why would this guy lie? Why would he take us and, down in the tunnels if he's just going to... And when
1: get, we go down there, there's like tension. We're like, oh, maybe there's a couple left, but there really were none zero, in the tunnels. They zero
0: went in. things were there. And then, come to find out, there are literally thousands of infected below the surface, but not where you would think they were. I guess that they just all happened to be somewhere else. Another thing that's interesting is that we know the cordyceps fungus travels through the ground, underground, in like lays its roots and keeps on growing and spreading it's all over buildings you see it on the side of buildings and stuff uh you know that they can communicate it can communicate with itself through that and so i it's guess that's like
2: a hive mind sort of
0: yeah like in kansas city there's an underground network of these things and they I mean, all just why, came like, out at once on it?
2: remember when on episode two when yep. they go into the courthouse or, or the uh, the museum they fucking step on it and it's like dry it's like yeah, it's fucking dry. Yeah, so this like one's moist dead, and it, fucking... that's another
0: thing that they established for the world mm. is that if you do run into some of the cordyceps fungus and it's dried up, you can actually step on it and agitate it, and it won't call a thousand of them. Yeah, uh, but I do want to say again, when they started running up out off the ground in episode five, I wouldn't be able to do it. That I I do n- <laughs> I do not like in this world that the the fucking just I'm just called the zombies. I do not like. That they are that fucking fast. Oh, they man. can
1: rumble. They right, can yeah, rumble. They are fast faster than in the and game. They
0: and they hurt themselves to get to you. Yep. like they literally were crawling over top of each other. I actually, oh my god, you guys gotta watch the after episode. They show the actors like all of the yeah, actors taught like, them right. Yes, they 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 brought in the guy. Put from, it on YouTube. They brought in the guy from Planet of the Apes who did like the. Whoever the guy who directed Planet of the Apes, so he's some, I'm sure, some renowned director. They brought in the guy who directed Planet of the Apes and they had him direct all of the humans who are playing these uh, infected and show them how to topple over top of each other, how to run properly, how they should They're look crazy. and act. And they all it's have like on, dancing. They all have on different prosthetics. Again, it's not all just CG. They're like actually in these yeah, prosthetics yeah. and costumes, and I found that to be really impressive. And the budget for that has to be astronomical. Oh
2: man! Oh my god! <laughs> Just,
0: Just the budget, that, like um,
2: the the, the I, clickers and and shit like that. Really quick though, the the bloaters. Yeah, I, they, they don't really say this, but it's it's like kind of self explanatory. I don't think they ever will. Um, I don't know if it's self explanatory, but basically, like when they when they start to mushroom out like that and shit. It's really, really, really fucking hard, and it's like resistant to gunfire. Well, you saw. Oh, yeah, I mean, or, we've like, we've
1: signed bullets like barely, like we've seen yeah, bullets like, like um, maybe not bounce, but like damn near bounce off. Nothing happened shit. when
0: Perry yeah, like, shot his assault rifle at the bloater. Yeah, well, yeah. that,
2: that guy's just a big a big boy. But even the clickers, like oh, if clickers you shoot are a clicker in the head. Yeah, it's like the the fucking it's like it's almost like a scale type armor. Uh. It's like so fucking resilient. To uh, like small arms fire—that's
0: annoying. It's like trying to, try. to shoot an elephant with a regular pistol. Yeah, like regular pistols don't just work on. But elephants. if you have like higher arms
2: fire or something like that, maybe like a something like a like a like a rifle, it would probably be a lot more effective. Yeah, but like I like will say, like you know, an like an it looks cool, no, man. It it's I, not gonna. I,
1: I, I do, do like I like, do like the aesthetic of like the the, the like mushroomy zombies same. like. In, in terms of zo- like, zombies are zombies, whatever, like, these guys are essentially zombies, but, like, if I were playing, like, an RPG or whatever, and, like, there was an area where it was, like, all these, like, mushroomed people, like, I don't know, they look really cool, I really like the I design like that they
0: all look different, too, like, they yeah. do have a mushroom variety aesthetic. But, yes, the heads of them are all different. Sometimes they're blue. Sometimes they're mostly red and orange. Sometimes they're more yellow. It's almost like local very... flora
2: or something. Yeah,
0: it's really dope that they're all very uh, different. <laughs> I I enjoy the detail, the attention to detail that they put into making this feel very realistic. And I just really don't like how fast they are. When I saw them coming about the ground, I was excited. <laughs> I was expecting them to mow them down for a good minute before the bloater or something came out, and then it got, like, really out of hand. But what ended up happening is they just got overrun. They got absolutely yeah. overrun
1: quickly. They got overrun bad. Yeah. Bad. They got over Like, they, it was bad. It was real bad. And it's crazy. It is so interesting, too, how, like, they were w- without Joel ever going there, they were always gonna die that day. You know what I mean? Like, yes. or maybe yes, the yes, next yes. day, like, but Like, they were always going to die that day, because that was a problem that was happening. And, like, they had
2: nothing. Like, they weren't going to solve that problem.
0: There was never going to be a way from them out there. Uh, Kansas City was
2: doomed. When Kathleen was talking to Henry, like, come from behind the car, he's like, he's just a fucking kid. I was like, there's no way they're getting out of this. Like, this is just, they're all fucked. Yeah. And then those zombies, that kind of came in clutch. You know what I mean? Zombies I did like, come in clutch.
0: Oh, I said the same thing too, Cheyenne. When he was behind the car, he told Elliot. To oh, take... I was like, "There's
2: so fucked. There's like 30 dudes, like, yeah. In like I looked at the situation and, and I
0: said to myself, I don't really. So, this is why I thought he was going to get shot in the head in front of his little brother.
2: Yeah, I thought so too. I thought
0: like... that there was going to be a really traumatic scene where she literally walks up to him and the little boy is literally staring at the. It happened and she puts a bullet right in his head and he falls dead. I thought that that was going to happen and it was going to be like a moment where there's no music. You just kind of see his his lifeless body fall backwards.
1: That's the thing too. She's a very uh, good uh, Overall, the show has great. I don't have a complaint at all with any of the writing. And so she is a stupid character with good writing. What I'm saying is that it's crazy to me how short sighted she is. Like, And how angry when she's talking to the doctor in episode four and like that's that is a doctor, which is a very pristine position right now in real life. But in that kind of situation, it's still very important. But anyway, something happens. The guy, Brian or whatever, dies because he got shot by Joel and Ellie. And then she's like, can a doctor save him? Because before she she points the gun at the doctor, he's like, you're not going to kill me. I am a doctor. Like, I'm your doctor. You can't kill me. And then she goes and she says, can a doctor save him? And they go, no, he's beyond saving. And she goes back in and just shoots the doctor and kills him. And it's like I get what she like, what emotion she was in, what she was feeling. She's you know what? What do I need this doctor for? She, he can't save him anyway. Right. So she killed the doctor. I don't need you. Any, but like, it's so short sighted. Like you need a fucking doctor. Like this also, place. Even if you don't get overrun by the infected, you guys need a fucking doctor. Like you can't. Yeah. This place isn't going to last very long without doctors
2: and shit. Let's talk about that fucking massacre. There is literally like. Fifteen people that were completely massacred. Yeah, by that Perry's was crew. fucked,
0: man. That was yeah, so. They were like, we should... yeah, just She's go like, "Are there we really going to give him a trial?" Burn. And she said, "No, we're not going to give him a trial." And she said, "Just burn him when you're done. It's easier that way." And she just walks it is off. Crazy. I don't like. I don't like it, but I like it. The moments yeah. in every show where you hear people screaming as they're about to be slaughtered. That should always kind of like make your stomach turn. But I've seen it in a lot of different shows where you kind of just hear the sound of humans who are about to be killed or they know that they're going to be killed and they just start. screaming. You see this stuff in like uh Schindler's list, things like oh, that. Yeah, an
2: amazing movie.
0: Yeah. Like where, you know, a ton of people are about to be slaughtered and they really can't defend themselves. And so they don't show the actual killing, but you just hear them all screaming.
2: Like the girl. Do you remember in Schindler's list? There's a girl in the red, like ha- the movies in black and white, but the only time it's ever in colors, there's this little girl in a red dress. A red like a red coat that kind of wanders around but you don't even because there's no color you don't even know it's her but later in the movie spoiler i guess you see just like a crumpled body but you would never even know it's her except the coat is red it's the only thing in the movie again that's in color and it's you just see this girl in the pile of dead bodies and it's just red and you're like yeah, oh wow well like there she is like they killed her
0: yeah cap yeah so such a good movie really really good directing using that kind of uh using that technique where you don't need to show the slaughter because that's just unnecessary but you you just kind it's of like your
2: imagination makes yes the slaughter. It's, it's actually like,
0: worse honestly it's like cause... um
2: henry like we didn't need to see henry shoot himself it's like we know what happened yep. and he, yeah. like do we really got to see, like, his body lay there and shit?
0: I want to and... talk about, before we wrap this episode up, Um, I want to talk about Kathleen a little bit. So we were talking about how she's a Karen and she's crazy and she's, like, making all these bad decisions and things like that. Killing a doctor in this dystopia world and blinded by rage. I love the fact that she's super self-aware about it. The conversation that she yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has this conversation with Perry when she goes back to where she grew up. And she says, have you ever gone back to where you grew up? He says, no, I can't. It's thousands of miles away. And she said, oh, yeah, that's right. And so that just kind of tells you that Perry's not from there. I like little things like that because, again, this is a world that exists without Joel and Ellie. Like These Mm -hmm. people have their own stories, their own lives. And they just kind of threw that little tidbit in there. He's like, no, I haven't been. It's thousands of miles away. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You're not actually from Kansas City. But she grew up in that room that they were in. And she was saying that when it used to rain and thunder, her brother was the person that told her that this was like a bunker and nothing can get inside. He always protected her, always had her back. And so she said, he would want me to forgive. And I understand that because that's the kind Mm -hmm. of person that he was. I know that he wants me to forgive, but what did that get him? What did forgiveness do to him? And she says, she's telling Perry like, I get it that what I'm doing is not necessarily like the correct thing. And it's not what my brother would want me to do either. Like he would want me to forgive and I get it, but I'm just not doing that. So I want to find Henry. And then Perry says, I want you to understand something. Your brother was a great man, but he didn't change anything you did. Mm. So you mm. have my utmost loyalty forever. And I was like, cause I couldn't get it out of my head. How this random white woman who just doesn't look intimidating in any kind of way is running this whole military force? Like I, I just didn't understand the dynamic of like how the fuck is she in power?
2: I I felt the same thing, but then looking back on it with hindsight, it would have been so much cheesier if you had a woman like fucking Ripley from Alien, where she's like all stoic and strong. Yeah. It would have
0: been, it would have just been. Well, a that's, caricature. Just a, that's just a usual thing, right? Is that it's going to yeah, be somebody usual thing exactly.
2: So like it would have just yeah. been a caricature, and it would have it would have ended up coming off. Looking back on it, it would have made sense in the moment, but looking back, it would have just been some corny shit.
0: But that we've seen a million times. Here's here's what is actually more interesting is that uh nepotism still exists because her brother was the leader of the revolutionary army, and she became the leader because her brother is no longer there. So it's like Perry, for all intents and purposes, could just be the leader because he is tech he's the general, right? Like he is the guy with the gun. And yeah. so at the end of the day, the person with the gun is the real person leader like i could really turn this shit upside i could, I could like kill military right coups now. man yeah like if, if he wanted to he could just decide at any point yeah i'm just gonna kill you there's and there's just
2: plenty of times in government's history where like the, the military just for whatever reason like ah fuck that we're just gonna own this and they take over a country yes.
0: i mean it's we've had presidents scary. that were literally like elite military generals so but yeah. yes i thought it was really interesting uh how she said like i get that I am doing a fucked thing. And I know that I should have forgiveness. And I knew that this is what my brother would have won it, but I literally don't care. I yep. just don't care. Yeah. It's
1: really good writing, man. Really good. Write- Great characters. Awesome writing, like awesome world building, the lure, like everything that happens. Like I-, I still think two of my favorite scenes are from episode one and two, when we get to see like the sixties and then when the outbreak first happened, but each aspect of this show has impressed me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't. I think we said this episode one, but now after episode five, I still must say that um,
2: I don't really have any complaints. Same. It's weird. It's like a fucking like pipe dream. Like I never thought there'd be. It was originally going to be a movie, which I'm fucking glad it was. Oh, it would have been awful. <laughs> yeah, it just put them in. Yeah, I think shit, I also but, like, think it would have been bit. I think, think movies,
1: <laughs> movies are just in no way possible of telling these like they're just never yeah, they're agree. not long enough like yeah. it would they're have to be yeah. the movie would have to be four hours long it would have to be like lord of the rings long yep.
2: but then on top of that it would still leave out so fucking much yeah you you'd never be look, think by. about harry potter imagine if that was like seven seasons instead of like seven movies it'd probably be so much fucking
0: better well eventually that'll happen i think the harry potter will yeah, eventually just because cool. the harry it. potter is a cash cow yeah cash cow. Look at Hogwarts Legacy. It's going to be the oh, biggest dude. game. It is. It's going to. It's going to be right the biggest game of 2023 by far. Even if it's not. I like think so too. Even if it's not yeah. necessarily the best game. It's
2: Elden Ring, like last year. It's, it's basically. Just, I didn't this, think. This it, I knew Elden it'd be Ring. big, but I didn't think it'd be this big. It is really no. Big, you
0: man. underestimate that under under like Star Wars and Pokemon is Harry Potter. You understand yeah. it right? Like so, like it's Zelda's coming out this year with another together. game, and Zelda games are pretty big but they're not even like slightly close to fucking the ip of harry potter like harry yeah. potter
2: is just and pokemon and all yes that shit.
0: pokemon Pokemon's the biggest pokemon is the number one
2: The yeah, biggest franchise ever
0: yeah it's the biggest ip in the world but like it's fucking weird it's gonna be the biggest thing and it just it would really it would really be surprising if they don't eventually adapt harry potter into a season show like a show that just goes through several seasons even if they don't even if they don't actually call it Harry Potter and it's just a completely different class of people that, yeah. that have the four houses so everything about the world is there but it's just not Harry Potter like it just focuses on the I'm curious if characters. they're
2: going to do spinoffs of The Last of Us I'm curious mm-hmm. like, if they're going to milk that shit dry and there's I mean I'm, I'm good it's good I don't, I don't give a shit at all. There's but, one last
0: uh, thing I want to say before because I don't want to miss this and then like I don't even care if people complain or not about things that we didn't talk about, because there's just no way to talk about every possible thing. No way to talk about her, yeah. But there is one character that I do want to talk about just a bit, because it really made me emotional. There's one thing. Tess. So, I I called that Tess was going to die. I didn't know that it was going to be immediately after episode one. Like, I did not see that in my bingo card at all. But what got me is that when she realized that she was going to go, and she had the conversation... With Joel about protecting Ellie, because he's at this time he doesn't he wanted to shoot the girl in her sleep.
2: Like, yeah, he just Tess doesn't tell, even give a shit. When
0: she started pretending like she was infected, he gripped his gun and Tess was like, "Don't do that, because he really will kill you." Um, but then the part where Tess resigns herself to death, and she has that pleading moment with him about Ellie, and she like it's says, "Real man," she says, "I never asked you for anything, and I never asked you to feel the way I feel." When she said that specific part, it fucking broke my heart yeah. because that told mm. me so, so much so they killed the character in episode two so you don't get to know her that well but you know that she's been with joel for a while and they've been doing their dirt together and smugglers and all that other stuff but you don't get to really see them so when she dies like you can't feel too too bad but the directors the writers they found a way to insert one line that made so much of their life together known when she said i'd never asked you to feel the way i felt i was like oh my god so she's mm. like obviously deeply in love with Joel, right? Will probably do anything for him. But because he's so fucked from the trauma of losing his daughter and just the way the world is, he could never love her back the way that she needed him to. And she said, I never Ooh. asked you. She didn't say that she didn't use the word love. She just said, I never asked you to feel the way I felt, and I never asked you for anything. She said, But I'm asking you as my one fucking thing right now, Joel, please. Protect this girl. She's the only way. Like when she, oh, that that part, man. This show gets me emotional very often, and I just never expected because I'm just Good expecting man. to go in like, oh, this is just yeah, some zombie happy. apocalypse show, basically. Yeah, man,
1: it's it is it's, easily one of the better, one of the better, if not best, zombie shows yes. or zombie things you know, I've seen. Yeah. Um. And not only, yeah, not only is it one of the best zombie things I've ever seen, it is by far one I of think, the best video game adaptations ever made. I think the Mario, movie, think the Mario
2: movie coming up is going to be
0: stiff competition. I think, I think the Mario a...
1: movies legitimately going to be good. It Me looks too. like no, you're joking. I, I think it's going to be garbage. I fully I think, think that
0: the movie's going to be good. I really do. I mean, really? I don't
2: know if you've seen the previews. The movie looks good. Have you seen the trailer? Have you seen it? Visually, it looks like 10 out of 10, but like, ah, dude, the movie looks good. I'm just just not not, the humor. I'm just not... I would love if it was just a fucking adventure. God, that would be great. But like, the humor is just like not doing it for me. Like, I I love it.
0: When the penguins came in and he was like, you will bow to me and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, said, he said all this I'll shit to bowser it. and I then uh <laughs> if bowser's just looking at him he's like okay and then they start throwing <laughs> they're like they release the missiles or whatever they start throwing a little snowballs at bowser and they all just yeah. kind of bounce off of him i do
2: love that they're like they there's there's like i mean they're definitely putting like a lot of love there was a thing that they just put out for it which was a it's like a mario brothers plumbing commercial and the song they used was the the intro to the super mario Bros. super show yeah. It's like a whole animated commercial that they made, and like that was fucking Dude, awesome. It I think like, it looks awesome. It's open silly. Mario it open is mind. silly. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be one of I the best video game movie adaptations that it's we've ever be had. Terrible, personally, but I'm I'm going like, hey, man, everybody's like, like, why do they have to make these things? Like, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm glad nah, they're I making think... it, and I I'm going to keep an open mind. I do think it'll be bad, but like, I'm going to go in and like want to enjoy it. If you know, yeah, it I think I think it's gonna be really good, but. If
0: it is bad, mm-hmm. I will say it's bad when it happens cuz we'll probably do a yeah, podcast on it or something like, like that. Yeah.
2: Like I I still haven't seen the Sonic movies. Like I hear the first Sonic movie is like pretty good actually. Well, that that movies. That no. But I didn't see the Sonic I've seen movie.
1: The, but I... I've seen the first Sonic movie. It is just it's it's every it other my, the reason why I think the Mario mo- first of all, I just think the trailers look really good, but it just looks like a really good fun silly movie. Like it's Same. it's not going to it's not fucking one flew over the cuckoos nest, but you know whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's you
0: going to be I think that example.
1: it does it does. Like, I think it's just going to be this silly movie that's really fun and enjoyable knows, and looks good. If it's but it's because he knows I like it or if you just anyway, it your ass, I don't know. It's um oh my god you guys threw me off. Oh, the Sonic movie. The it, the Sonic I'm happy that it's not the problem that the sonic movie and a lot of other movies have the smurfs where they do like here's a crazy kooky video game cartoon character that exists in this world and they go through a portal and they end up in our world and it's just like sonic in real life world and it's just like do
2: that in sonic yeah it's just sonic
1: in our world and there's a guy who has like problems with his girlfriend like it's just it's a why the movie is like already there it's like any oh, other why do they do that. Why it's do like they all do the other movies. Like it's it's literally the same movie as the Smurfs.
2: It's like they, it's you know what Sonic. it is? It's, it's like they not- saw Wreck It Ralph and they try to like emulate Wreck It Ralph. But Wreck It Ralph, it made fucking sense because that's what the movie is and it's a great movie. But like they yeah. want to like imitate the Wreck It Ralph thing, like it's Mario, but he's in our world like it's like yeah, but that, no, that this like... problem
1: existed long before Ralph. Oh, like I yeah keep saying yeah, the smurf true. movie them shits are terrible but anyway oh, man. last of us i think the Marvel movie is going to be good i'm excited to see it but that aside what exists right now and what we're talking about right now this last of us yeah. show in terms of video game adaptations to tv shows or movies it is by far one of the best if not the best i off the top I of my head i can't thi- think i don't know which would one would be better i don't know, I don't
2: know what I mean, movie... they're fucking bad man they're fucking bad yeah, what movie slash TV show Bebop adaptation? Adaptation was yeah. just as good. Just yeah, yeah, it was really good. No, uh, definitely not. Definitely, not. but no, it, it's it's a really Bebop good. adaptation. I had hope though. It had hope. I think it deserved a season two, baby. But it was it had falls yeah. and it was ooh, there were some bad parts to it. I, I would have enjoyed a season two. I really liked. I liked it a lot. Um, I Jet. It was good. I really liked the actor for Jet. Jet was fucking Gee. incredible. He was like
0: just so good. Alright, well, that yep. pretty much sums up the Last of Us podcast, guys. This midseason not so much. Mid-season finale. I want to give a shout-out to the people on our Patreon before we get completely out of here. Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We've been le- releasing a lot of content on there. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers. That's our current goal. And yeah, for everybody, there's 48 people on our Patreon right now. So it is just still growing. And I really Get that appreciate 50. That you. Yes, two more people, and we will have 50 people on Patreon, and eventually we will have 1,000 people on YouTube. These are our two short term goals. So thank you guys so much for supporting us. We really appreciate it. And without further ado, we have Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Xavier, Hylian, Dimitri Barnes, Vinny Casello, Giovanni Avalos, Alex Flamer, Ari Reynolds, CJ, K Dad1, Dan Varable, First to Home, Dalos Fernares, Akuma, Mitchell, and was Midwest Gaming. William Shapiro, Dimitri Safiridis, Vince Marquette, Dallas Bailey, Roz Weiss, Nick Stango, Hanto, our two-time national champion, Vincent Zen, Sarah Maria, Sunny Top Cup Podcast, Alex Ahern, Philip Campa, Jalen Haskins, Arali, Melfi Slump, Chris Lynn, Jeff Luang, Wookie 159, Connor LK, MSW 2389, Edison Club, Kyle Batelho, Brandon Moore, Sugal, Nick, Eric, uh, Nafa, Corey Fowler and Omar Ramos. Uh, shout out to you, Omar, being our newest Patreon member. Uh, I will assign your roles and everything in the discord. So if you guys need to have your role adjusted to party member or main character, depending on whatever tier you're in, let me know. Cause I've been doing that lately, uh, but let me know. And yeah, thank you guys again. We really appreciate the support. And as I always say, thank do you so things much that make you happy. We are getting out here. Cheyenne, the matrix in out? the
2: future, matrix in the future. I did, no, we're doing, calm, we're and doing uh, uh, I'm going to rewatch, I'm gonna rewatch them. I'm going to be streaming three houses just for Kenny and Nick that? Dora Ad- plays games on Twitch. What is Adora that, is that happening tonight? No, Well, I'm going to no, well, bed, but you've been be sleeping ha- for a week. I know it will me- happen. This is going to be happening soon.
1: I just want to say, if anybody's still listening, literally a week ago, Cheyenne was like, I'm going to stream three houses when I wake up and he's been sleeping ever since.
2: Well, I couldn't get the capture card working, but it's working but, now. I think. All right alright peace out everybody bye everybody